We'll do a uniform watch real quick. The homestanding Fayetteville Wolves coming out in gold helmets, gold tops, black numerals outlined in white, and black pants. Kind of uh, Wake Forest-esque, if you will. Wake Forest, their color scheme. Uh, Very much. Yeah, Vanderbilt's color scheme. Their, their logo was kind of Wake Forest's logo, but flip-flopped, if you will. So... And uh, Woodland coming out in, uh, of course, their traditional white helmets with the power W on either side, white jerseys, Auburn stripes on the sleeves, and blue pants. Please try to keep eye on your children at all times so that we're not they're not over there in a dangerous area. Thank you. Of course, a lot to lot to be excited about this year, but the one thing I'm looking forward to seeing is Jackson Lovern, seeing what he does in this offense and just kind of how well. He gels with everybody else in his class that he'll be playing with tonight. Yeah, yeah, you know, those guys played a lot of ball together, and, uh, you know, they've been they've been really good. 95% of passing yardage uh, gone with Brock Edwards last oh, year. Oh, wow, wow. And Jackson coming in and, and taking over. It's going to be a, a big, big shoes to fill, but I believe he can do it. And the coin toss is over. It looks like Fayetteville will be receiving the kick. They will be going from right to left as you listen. So uh, we're going to have to wait on the Jackson Lovern era to officially begin. But first we'll see that tough Bobcat defense. And there was something you pointed out on the defense that really uh, made me excited too. And I'm sure a lot of Bobcat fans will be excited about too. If I did the numbers correctly, uh, we are looking at right around 88% of our tackles returning this year. Uh, that's a that's a lot of our tackles. That, that's, a, that's a good percentage. We lost some good guys. Uh, that made a lot of tackles, but we brought a lot back too. And uh, that was one of the things they did last year was let a lot of people play, especially on defense. And uh, I think that's going to pay off. Yeah, looking back, I noticed um, <clears throat> writing the preview for the Randolph leader, uh, three of the top five uh, defenders are coming back this year. Of course, Parker Woodham leading the way with 87. Luca Brown at 82. Guy McManus, your uh, player spotlight this week, 79 tackles. Uh, actually, four of the five, I should say, Mick Bailey being yeah. number five. So, a lot to be excited about uh, experience-wise for the Bobcats. Yeah, that helps a lot. That helps a lot. Those guys that's been through those trenches and been in those wars, and, and they can help you out. And I don't have last year's schedule right in front of me, but one thing that I did notice about last year's team, not, not really any blowouts. We had that, I think it was a 27-6 loss at Randolph County. But other than that, I mean, they kept games pretty tight. So, yeah. you know, a lot of experience coming back, and that's got to be exciting. Well, they play they play a defense that, that limits those things, and, and they, want, right. they want to keep that to a minimum. So it looks like kickoff's going to be a few minutes early. We got 7-15 right now, or now actually 7-16 as I look at my watch. 7-16, uh, and the teams are getting ready to uh, go out and – Take their places on the field. Fayetteville did win the toss. They will be receiving going from right to left as you listen. I guess it's been a long summer for them, too. Want to take the ball and, and, and try to see what they can do with it. They want to set the tone early. That's uh, exactly what it looks like. I like playing defense first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know, know what you got to do. Know what you got to do. So lining up to kick this one away will be number 30, Parker Woodham. Back to return will be number 22. That will be Zeke DeLoach. Zeke DeLoach, uh, key target for his brother, Pacey DeLoach, who's playing quarterback for the Wolves tonight. So Parker looking over to the left side, over to his sideline. He's making sure those to the right are ready to go. Those to the left. 
And the season is underway. Low line drive kick. It will be DeLoach taking it on a hop at the 15. Bounces around to the 25. He's losing yardage. He's finally knocked down at the 24-yard line. Got just over the 25-yard line before being pushed back. Uh, looked like Avery Porter, Mick Bailey, Jake Conger in on the stop to open the season. And the Wolves will take over at the 24-yard line, 11.51 to go in the first quarter. That was, a good, that was a good coverage by the uh, kickoff team. Pacey DeLoach, if you can believe it, Mr. Wade says he's a huge Auburn fan, loves the Auburn Tigers, one of the quarterbacks he models himself after, Tua Tonglevaloa. We'll, well see if we can uh, see a little bit of that here. That's an interesting concept. Shotgun said he's got two running back sidecar. He's going to fumble the snap, snap, picked up by the running back, Mick Bailey, about two seconds too short. Uh, coming up and making the fumble, but that will be a fumble on the first carry of the game Ball by Hunter Hammonds. Looks like he'll lose about two yards, yards on the play down, down to the 22-yard line. That'll bring up second down 13 for the Fayetteville Wolves. So a good way to start there. You're talking about that Woodland defense. Looks like they're not, uh, or, or early on anyway, doesn't look like they're uh, taking any plays off. They're getting after it. Well, that rain affects everybody. Receiver in motion. Hammonds gets the carry left side this time. Mick Bailey starts to tackle, but Luke Brown will eat him up. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage, down to the 24-yard line. Third down and 10 Wolves. Good fresh. That was a that was a good run fit right there. One minute gone here in the 2021 season. Bobcats and the Fayetteville Wolves tied at zero. Third play of the drive coming up for the Fayetteville Wolves. They're going to come out in the shotgun set again. That same package. They're going to load two receivers on the left side, two running backs in the backfield with Deloach. Deloach barks once. He crouches down to get the snap, fakes the handoff, throws. It's caught, and it will be a first down and then some as he crosses the 45. There's a fumble on the play. It's picked up by Guy McMahon. He's going to fall on it inside the 45-yard line. Bobcat ball. A great play from Pacey to Loach, erased by a fumble, and Woodland will take over first down and 10 officially at the 42-yard line. 10.32 to go in the opening quarter. What a way to start for Guy McManus in the Bobcat defense. That was a big play. That was something we needed. Uh, now we need to take the ball and drive it. Someone tells me a little Waits Magic made that happen. That was your spotlight <laughs> player, and he made it happen right away. I tell you, he plays hard. He really does. Always around the ball. All right, so here comes Jackson Lover, his first time as a starting quarterback for the Woodland Bobcats officially as the starter. Shotgun set. He barks. He'll hand off to Parker. Parker will go right side. He gets to the 30, bounces off. We'll get down to the 35, maybe the 36-yard line. They are going to give him the 36-yard line. Gain of about five on the play for the Bobcats. Wouldn't good run. Good start by Parker. Right play, he's such a smart runner, too. He, he sees it really well. He has great vision. Great runner. Second down from the 36-yard line. Front nose of the football on the 36-yard line. Shotgun set. Parker will line up sidecar left to Jackson. Lover on the bark. He'll hand off to Woodham again right side. He finds a gap. Gets down to the 30-yard line. He's got the first down. And that is going to be a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Homestar Mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. USDA and VA loans with no down payment, as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team. 334-863-4052. That was about another six-yard carry by Parker Woodham. Hey, I'll take those every single day of the week. All day. 
course, you call that chip and away, but with Parker Woodham six yards is a really good start for him. If you give him six every play, he's only oh. going to make you pay even more. Oh, yeah. And he can go all day. He he is such a competitor and has prepared all summer. He's a, he's a workout warrior. He, he really gets after it. Ball at the Fayetteville 29-yard line. It will be Parker again. He will start right, but then go left. He'll cross the 30-yard line down to the 29. Maybe a gain of one on the play for Woodham as he decides to go left for the first time today. Woodland ball carry over left yard. Play picks up one yard. Tackle made by number seven, Cole Hardy. Bring up second down and nine. 9-16 to go here in the first quarter. Woodland, their first possession after a guy McManus fumble recovery. Lovering up. He'll wipe his hands off on his towel. He gets ready to go. He'll send Brown in motion. Will be a fake handoff to him. It will be Parker mm. taking it back to the 29-yard line. So a gain of nothing right there, and that'll bring up a long third down for the Bobcats. Woodland ball carry over right in for no gain. Fevel defense holding strong right there. So it looks like right now the, the official stance right now by uh, Coach Lane Gay, Coach Armstrong, is that we're going to feed Parker Woodham to you until you prove to us that you can stop him, and then we're going to make him go another direction. That's a, And that's a smart move. Parker Woodham, uh, definitely one of the more athletic players you'll see in our county and in our region. Third down and nine to go from the 29. Woodland inside Fayetteville territory, marching from left to right as you listen. Woodham in motion from right to left. Jackson rolls out. He's going to pass. He's got a guy in mind. Throws in. Is incomplete. Oh. Intended for Luca Brown. Looking to get a number. Looks like that's going to be number 36 for the Wolves. And if that's the case, it may be number 33, Grayson Fannin, making the play. And that's going to bring up fourth down. pass falls incomplete. Play defended by number 26, Hunter Robinson. Brings up fourth down and nine. So will be fourth down for the Bobcats. Tate Bradford coming out to punt for the Bobcats. Back to return. Looks like it will be Zeke DeLoach. And that's a smart move, especially on tonight. You need to you need to back them up as much as you can and keep playing. High snap for Bradford, and he'll boot this one six Real miles high. up into the air. Tries to coffin corner it. DeLoach picks it up at the five. He'll take it to the 15-yard line. Nathaniel Smitherman and Chandler Mitchell in on the stop. The Fayetteville Wolves will start at the 15-yard line, 7.57 to go in the first quarter. We're going to take a quick 30-second timeout when we return more first quarter action live from Fayetteville. 0-0, 7.57 here on iSchool Sports. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of our winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. Luca Brown being helped off the field, but he is walking on his own power. Uh, we'll uh, look to see him back in uh, as soon as we can. Uh, but for right now, replacing him over at that uh, over at that left end position, big Christian Beam. We'll see what he can do. Starting off the second possession for the Fayetteville Wolves. Six foot nine, Taylor. Six foot nine. He was six foot six uh, in May, maybe. I think that was the last time I heard. So. He's grown this summer. Big guy. 
7.57 to go, ball to 16-yard line. There is some movement up front, but who did it first? Looks like Justice Herring moved first, but will it be because he heard something that allowed him to move? I don't know. We'll see. And we'll see what the official says. There will be uh, encroachment by the Woodland Bobcats defense. That'll move Fayetteville up five yards. Against Woodland. It'll be a five-yard penalty. Bring up first and five for the Wolves. So first down and five now from the, looks like the 21-yard line. Shotgun set, two receivers to the left side for DeLoach, two uh, running backs in the backfield. He'll hand off to his right side back. He'll cross the 20-yard line down to the 24-yard line. Again, that's going to be number 11, Hunter Hammonds on the carry. That's going to be a uh, gain 11, of about Hunter three on the, the play, Wolves. second down and two. Three yards, brings up second down and two. Need another defensive stand right here. Yeah, they definitely uh, definitely made Fayetteville pay uh, last time. They ran the ball. Woodland's defense did a great job stopping them. Fayetteville decided to pass, uh, got some space in, uh, but a fumble recovery allowed them to stop, and they're going to try to oh. go forward, and that was a good uh, good decision there by Pace DeLoach. He took the snap and just lowered his head, got in the first down, and that will be a uh, Wolves first down at the 27-yard line. Turning to be a really beautiful night here in uh, Sylacauga, Alabama, on the outskirts of Sylacauga. I look over to my left, and we've got a nice uh, blue and pink sunset. That definitely wasn't the case about an hour ago, but we're glad that the bad weather is now behind us, and we've got football again. Alabama weather. 7.02 to go first quarter, first down and 10 from the 27-yard line for the Fayetteville Wolves. Shotgun set, two in the backfield, two receivers to the left side. The Loach will take the snap. He's looking to pass. He's going to go left side. He's in trouble. in trouble. He slips through the hand of Eli Rollins, but number 22, Logan Barrett's going to uh, help him out right there and knock him down to the 25-yard line. Basically, the Loach, the ball carrier, play fails the game, brings up second down and 10. And I really couldn't tell down the field if he had anybody open or not, but he just did not have time to have make time. anything happen if there was. They were coming pretty hard off the edge. Yeah, around there, uh, of course, Logan Barrett making the tackle, but Eli Rollins had him in his hand. I believe Blue Heron and over on the other side, Parker Woodham was chasing after him as well. And when you've got all four of those guys coming after you, it's not a fun sight to see. So we've got second down and 10 for the Wolves. Ball at the uh, – they're going to say they gave him back uh, to the original line of scrimmage at the 27-yard line. Thought he lost a couple of yards on that play. And there's a flag on the play, and it looks Beauty like there are zeros on the, on the clock. That is going to be a delay of game. So they'll move them back, uh, second and 15. Woodland getting those penalty yards back, if you will. An encroachment at the beginning of the drive, and now uh, call it delay of game, delay of game on the Wolves. He'll be back them up five yards, bring up second down and 15. Second down, 15 to go now. Off the 22. There will be a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. Your score with 5.58 to go the in the opening quarter. Woodland nothing, Fayetteville nothing. Live from Farm Links Field, this is iSchool Sports. Raybox Farm Supply, a full-service farm supply store, is now open in Woodland. Raybox is sure to have what you need with new inventory arriving daily. Raybox Farm Supply, open Monday through Saturday at 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Phone number is 256-449-2255. Make sure you follow Raybuck's Farm Supply on Facebook and Instagram for our specials. Raybuck's Farm Supply Woodland, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 
cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256-449-6282. More slobber knocker football on the way with Brett Waite and Taylor Jones. This is the iSchool Sports Network. 5.58 to go in the first quarter, second and 15 for the Fayetteville Wolves following a heat timeout. Uh, we've seen uh, seen Fayetteville really get the ball moving one time, but it was quickly erased due to a fumble. Heat timeouts, a staple of early Alabama football. Yeah, I know uh, probably for the first, what, four games maybe we'll see them. Yeah, usually. So here we go. First heat timeout of the game, Second officially behind us, 5.58 to go first quarter. The Loach and the Wolves come out in a new package. They're going to go four wide, three to the far side. One in the backfield this time. The Loach going to roll out. He's in trouble again. He's going to unload. It is caught at the 45-yard line. He's at the 30, cuts back in. 25, Luca Brown finally knocks him down at the Bobcat 20-yard line. A huge first down play for the Fayetteville Wolves. We've got one score update so far. Uh, Clay Central leading Chilton County 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. It's the only score we have so far, but of course we're looking at Ranburn White Plains. We're looking at Wadley Horseshoe Bend. Hanley getting a big win last night. Randolph County off this week. They'll be coming to us next week. So now after that big first down play, we've got it at the 20-yard line. Shotgun set. They're going to go back to that traditional package. Or actually, no, they're going to move a receiver up. Three wide receivers on the left side, one in the backfield. He's going to throw out in the slot. It's going to be caught, and it looks like Avery Porter is going to wrap him up inside the see, inside the 15-yard line, maybe down to the 15. That's going to bring up a gain of five in the second down. Basic Deloach pass complete, number 22, Zeke Deloach. Flake picks up five yards. Kalen Houston checking into the ball game now for Justice Herring. Good to see Justice Herring back out on the field last year. Injury ridden, had some surgery prior to the year. Didn't really get a chance to get in very much, but now a senior year going out and uh, knowing Justice the way I know him, he's going to go hard every single game. <laughs> every time. And with a good attitude all the time. Absolutely. Brother Jordan, a great Bobcat as well. Second down and five for Deloach. Two, wide, uh, two uh, running backs in the backfield, two wide to the left side. Deloach is going to keep it himself, and he will just be shy of the 10-yard line. Looks like the 11, so another gain of four, but awfully close to another Wolf first down Basically inside the red zone. The ball care. Play picks up five yards, and a Pebble Wolves first down. Already went eight, eight plays in this drive. And a lot of that was was running the football. I think they're trying to lull the Bobcats to sleep and then try to Wolves wake them up by going over the top. They've done that line. twice so far, yep. and two, two times it's worked. Well, I say one time it worked and then it didn't, but one time uh, for sure that it worked. 
They're now going to move those receivers three wide to the far side of the field now, closest to the Woodland bench. Shotgun set. Running back sidecar left. He's going to hand off right side. He's going to get inside the 10-yard line. I think they're going to mark him at the seven. Gain of about three on the play for the Fayetteville Wolves. Good carry there by looks like 20, uh, number 25, uh, Evan, ba number 25 uh, Evan Baker. Evan Baker, the ball carrier. Play picks up four yards. Brings up second and goal from second six from the seven. So Deloach coming back into the play. I know you being a football coach uh, for a long time, Mr. Waits, there's a handful of different things that every team does. Uh, as far as getting the play out to the field, uh, Fayetteville, uh, Deloach comes to the sideline every time, runs back out. Yeah, that, that's one that a lot of people use. And it will be a keeper to the right side. He's got some space up the middle, touchdown. Mm. Be a seven-yard carry from Zeke Deloach. He started off right side, cut back to the left, knocked over a Bobcat defender into the end zone. And we've got our first score of the night, and it comes from the Fayetteville Wolves, 2.58 to go in the first quarter. Nine plays, 85 yards on that touchdown drive. Coming in to kick the extra point, number one, Levi Phillips. Saw him from warmups last year and was very impressed with the power that's in this young man's legs. High snap, but it will get placed. The kick is up and it will sail into the Silicaga night. Your score with 2.58 to Thank go in the first quarter. Fayetteville 7, Woodland nothing. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. The Fayetteville Wolves strike first here in the season opener of 2021. They lead 7-0. It was a seven-yard rush from quarterback Pacey DeLoach set up by a long touchdown pass a couple of plays into the drive. Number one, Levi Phillips back to kick off for the Wolves. So Levi Phillips will now get ready to kick off for Fayetteville. Levi's dad is the baseball coach at Fayetteville. Oh, really? Line drive kick that will be taken inside the 15-yard line. Luca Brown picks it up, but then bobbles it. He'll take it inside the 10-yard line. He'll try to get to the middle of the field before he finally gets knocked down. Looks like at the 20-yard line is where the Bobcats will start. First down and 10, 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. 
Got to field the ball cleanly before you take off running. Bobcats return to kick back to Yeah, the one of those things, line. his eyes were already downfield. He had already made the catch before the ball got to him. It's those first game jitters. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, uh, Luca getting more of uh, – he, he's getting a lot more uh, time out in the field this year, too. Where did they place the ball there, Taylor? Uh, looks like they have got it at the 20-yard line. Will be another shotgun set with Woodham in the backfield. Jackson Lovern takes a snap. He will hand off to Parker. Parker up the middle, getting down to the 25-yard line. One of those where he got stopped at the line of scrimmage, powered his way through. Those linebackers finally got in there and got him for a gain of five. Woodland ball carry runs off left yard. Play picks up four yards. That made by number 34, Atticus Jacks. Brings up second down and six. We need to lean on that experienced line right here. Let them keep driving. They've done a lot so far. Parker Woodham, uh, Parker Woodham or Jackson have really broke out for a long run, but they've done enough to kind of chip away. And now Parker will line up on the left side. It will be a sweep. Luca Brown's got some space. If he can shake through, he's got uh, Homestar Mortgage first down yardage inside the 35, down to the 37. One guy away, and there's a lot of space between him and the uh, in the end zone. And he has the speed to do it. Yeah, I can remember that run uh, against Donahoe last year. It was in garbage time, but, man, he, uh, he made Donahoe pay. That was a really good game for everybody, I it feel. Was. I feel like everybody had a, a great game. I think uh, Parker had a couple of touchdowns. Matthew Butler had a lot of tackles, I know. I think he had a, I think a, maybe maybe two of those catches he had last yeah. year were against Donahoe. Timeout on the field, 137 to go. Woodland will have the ball when we return at the 37-yard line Timeout inside Wolf field. territory. You're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports Network. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Following a heat timeout, 137 to go in the first quarter. Woodland trailing Fable by a score of 7 to nothing. but the Bobcats do have the mall, and they are moving. Will be Parker getting the ball right side. Look at the space he has. He shakes the guy off at the 45. He gets midfield down the near sideline before finally getting pushed out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Another home star mortgage. First down for Parker Woodham in the Woodland offense. Wouldn't a ball carry over right in. Play picks up Maybe that's all they needed, Mr. Waits. Just a little timeout, clear their heads, kind of reset, and Parker just let kind of let Parker do what he does. Get get a, get, get a little bit of your legs under you and get started. Offensive line doing a great job. Nathaniel Smitherman, Blue Hair, and Eli Rollins. 
Justice Herring's been out there, Kalen Houston. They're interchanging those tight ends too, getting those guys fresh, letting them play. Got some good blockers there too. So they will break the huddle. Chandler Mitchell and Tate Bradford lining up on the near side with Woodham being the lone back up the middle. He'll lower that head and cross the 40-yard line down to the 39. It looked like they were trying to crash the mesh point right there. They were trying to break up the play before Parker even got the ball. Uh, Created a little right bit guard, of space for him. Parker yards, took it, lowered the shoulder, and he's got a couple of yards on the play. Brings up second down and eight. I don't know if I cared for that spot so much. It was... Yeah, I thought maybe if, if, any, if anything, the back nose of the football should be at the 39-yard yeah. line, not the front nose, but, hey, it's going to make it that much sweeter when we get one more yard on that touchdown. I see it. Shotgun set again, clock running at 51 seconds to go in the first quarter. It will be a pitch to the left side for Parker Woodham. He's got space. He's got Look space. at him go. He's going to cross the 35-yard line. Maybe, let's see, I'm looking at this official here. I think they're only going to give him the 33 uh, they're going to give him the 33-yard line. Uh, yes, they are going to give him. No, they're going to give him the 34, 34-yard line. About two yards to go until another home star Morgan. Big third down here. Big third down. But they've been able to move the ball a lot so far. So I'm pretty confident in what the offense is able to do here. And it's a grinding offense. So you know, the more they do it, and the more it keeps going, the better it's going to be. Seven to nothing, Wolves. 12 seconds to go in the first quarter. If they get this playoff, it will be the last. Third down, one to go. Jackson's going to keep it himself. Ball. He bounces out to the left side. Does he get it? He looks, looks no, like he's he going to carry it a few more yards over the 30-yard line down to the 28. Homestar Mortgage first down. I thought he was down right at the marker, and somehow I don't, I couldn't tell. It was too far over there. Don't know if he was carried. Don't know if he jumped. But I, he think he he I think he rolled. I think I think he put a little spin when the guy hit him, and he moved around, and, and he got on the other side of him, and, and uh, got a few more yards. What a great run! Bobcats driving. When you return, they'll have the ball. First down and ten from the 28-yard line. That first quarter brought to you by Crouch Team Realty at Keller Williams. Gene Crouch and the Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate on Lake Weedowie. When we return, second quarter action live from Farm Links Field. Seven nothing Fayetteville here on the iSchool Sports Network. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Hello football fans! Over the past year, Southwire and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. To the second quarter we go. This second quarter brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. Wellborn Cabinets is family owned and operated, and they're proud to manufacture cabinets locally in Ashland, Alabama. Through one quarter, Fayetteville leading by a score of seven to nothing. But the Bobcats have the ball, and they are driving. They're going to shift uh, shift direction. 
of the field now. I apologize. So now Woodland is moving from right to left as you listen. This will be the seventh play of the drive here. Good methodical drive. Lovern will take the snap chest high, hand it off to Parker right side, being led by Mick Bailey. He's got space on the right side. Keep going, Parker. He'll uh, finally come down very close to the first down if he didn't get it, but it will be awfully close. Parker really loving that outside, and I've got to think that's all because of those tackles on the other side. Oh, yeah, they're, they're getting some separation there. And then with Parker's acceleration, when he, when he explodes into somebody trying to tackle him, it's, it, it really creates some movement there. It's like I know when you think of Mick Bailey, you don't think height. You don't think size very often. This guy was moving, clearing way on the right side for Parker Woodham to go. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody faster on this team than Parker Woodham, but Mick Bailey sure is making a case for it. Jackson Lovern. Takes a snap. He will hand off to Parker. There he goes. He's going. He's got another home star mortgage first down inside the 10-yard line. Shoved through about six or seven Fayetteville Wolves on the way. Looking over at the near sideline, I think he's going to be at the six-yard line. That's another home star mortgage first down. Home star mortgage is your first down the sponsors. Call the Lori Brown team today at 334-863-4052. Your first uh, fir, a red zone sponsor tonight is First Bank. Bank. Some things change, but not at First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at First Bank. First down and goal from the six-yard line. Woodland sniffing the end zone. It'll be a sweep to Luca Brown. He trips, but he will get inside the five-yard line. If you're going to trip, at least uh, do whatever you can to keep going, and that's exactly what he did. And uh to bring up second down. And we got we got a lot of rain here in Silicaga before this game started. And you can still see it out on the field a lot, just a lot of wet spots. Uh, but other than that, a beautiful field here at uh, at Fayetteville. But doesn't matter what happens, turf, grass, no matter what, you're still going to have to go through that when you're playing in the rain. Woodham lined up sidecar right to Jackson Lovern. Ball at the five yard line. Lovern will call for it. He'll hand off to Parker. They'll bounce into each other, and he'll keep going inside the five-yard line. I think they're going to get him down to the three-yard line, another gain of two. Parker, again, making the most of carrying up here. He kind of went the – I, I feel like he and Jackson kind of went in the same direction. They bounced into each other, but Parker still able to pick up some yards. little miscommunication right there. Third down and goal in the three-yard line. Woodland sniffing the end zone. A long, methodical drive. How many plays are they up to now? They've got to be over 10, right? This will be number 11. Number 11. 11 plays in this drive. Parker now lined up on the left side of Jackson. Jackson will snap. He'll hand off to Parker. Does he have space? Push him in there. He is in the end Touchdown. zone. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. 12 plays, methodical, hard-nosed Bobcat football, and Parker Woodham gets the Cats on the board. Three-yard touchdown run by Parker Woodham. 9.31 to go, and Parker will get a three-yard run. For the 56 Vintage Market Extra Point Attempt, We'll see. No, they are going to go for two. Going to line up and go for two. All right. Well, it's the you know, first game of the season, Taylor. You can't hold anything back. No, you cannot. 
Lovern will pitch to he's got Parker. Some, he's got he got it. No, he's going to oh. be a yard shy. They're going to stop him at the one-yard line. No oh, just that close. The two-point conversion play no good for the Woodland Bobcats. But the good news is the Bobcats are on the board. 9.31 to go second quarter. Fayetteville still leads uh, Woodland by a score of 7-6. to six. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. For the Reliance Realty Soaring Recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Brett Waits. Uh, Taylor, that was 80-yard touchdown drive. Took 11 plays, slow, methodical. Uh, it was old-school football. It was great. Um, got us right back here in the game. Traditional Bobcat football. That's what I love about it. List with confidence. Purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. 9.31 to go in the second quarter, and Woodland is on the board. And the kick is going to be a high, low kick, though. Will be taken by the Wolves. He's going to come near side, gets to the 40, shakes one before finally getting knocked down at the 34-yard line. Parker Woodham making the play, and the Wolves will start at the 44-yard line, 9.25 to go in the second quarter. Can't say Parker Woodham's name enough. <laughs> no. Yeah, you would have you would have thought last year he and his family were paying us to say his name. We said it so much, but that's just kind of the uh, if we got a nickel. Yeah. Good starting field position here. We didn't need to give give that up here at the beginning of this drive. So Pacey DeLoach coming out in an I formation set this time. That's new. The first time he goes under center in the game, and he's going to roll Running out to option. the left side, going to do a old school option, and it will be he will be knocked down about a gain of three, but a hard lick on the far side by the Bobcats. We'll see if we can uh, get his number here in a second. Looks like it was Luca Brown making the big play. Luca come up with a stop. They looked like they were trying to set up the option there, but it just kind of didn't develop the way they wanted it to. The pitch man didn't stay in. Yeah, it looked, uh, like the, looked like the loach was ready to go, but the guy who was pitching yeah. to wasn't quite up to him yet. That pitch relationship didn't stay. But he, got, he has a gain of four yards on the play, second down and six from the 49. High formation set again with two receivers set up on the right side. Will be the tailback getting the play. He'll run up the middle. He'll cross midfield. He'll stretch out to the 48-yard line. That's going to be number 22 for the Wolves. Uh, Zeke Deloach. So Zeke Deloach, when he's not playing wide receiver in the shotgun set, he serves the team's tailback. Just another one of those versatile Deloach boys that seems like always come through Fayetteville. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny how 
schools ha and, and communities have different names here, it's the Loaches and Limbaugh's. Yeah, you're exactly right. I, I can remember, this is the this is the third full year we've done Woodland football, but we've called the last four Fayetteville games, uh, Woodland versus Fayetteville games. And I swear, Pacey DeLoach was a junior the first year we started calling. He's always on the field. He's always a playmaker. You just aren't used to seeing guys that versatile playing that long. And he is going to call a timeout. I think they were looking for the Woodland defense to see what kind of look they were going to give. He didn't like it. So he's going to call timeout. 7.40 to go in the second quarter. When we come back, third down and five. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. The Cats trail 7-6. to six. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted 256-449-6588. Hello football fans. Over the past year, South Bar and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Third and five to go from Fayetteville, 740 to go second quarter. They lead Woodland by a score of seven to six. The Loach and the Wolves started this drive in the I formation set, but they're going back into what they were more comfortable starting the game with and shotgun. They've got three wide receivers on the far side lined up alongside the, the keep it. Uh, bench of Owen. Here's fumble on the play. We close to it. We got some guys right there. And it looks like they, Fayetteville is going to fall on it at the 35-yard line. The Loach, I think, uh, hit the Basically ground before he let the ball the right go. But another carry right up the middle for the Loach, and that's going to be a big first down for them at the 35-yard line. Or no, 37, 37. They're going to move it back. Again, Pacey DeLoach, a huge leader for this Fayetteville Wolves team. Not that we've had any... Uh, blowouts or barn burners or anything uh, in this series, but it looks like it's shaping up to be another really close down to the wire uh, game between Woodland and Fayetteville. A lot of mirror image of each other with us and Fayetteville. And it looks like there is going to be. Did they get the timeout off? They did get the timeout Five off. So oh, what, almost a delay of game, but they do get the timeout off. They'll have one remaining when we return. 7.02 to go second quarter. 7-6, to six, Fayetteville on top of Woodland here on iSchool Sports Network. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company. That's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how a Heron Monument Memorial can help you. Visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial, from our family to yours. 
ML Aubrey's is the oldest family-owned, continuously operated farm supply store in the South, and we are proud to support our area high school football teams. ML Aubrey is your one-stop for all things feed, seed, and fertilizer. We sell Carhartt and Key Clothing, Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Laredo, Muck, and Roma boots, home decor, and everyday and holiday gifts. Like my daddy always says, if we don't have it, you don't need it. If you haven't been by in a while, stop in and see us and see all the new merchandise arriving almost daily. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Rome. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waite. Now back to the field. 7.02 to go second quarter. Following the timeout, shotgun set for the Wolves. Deloach looking to go right side. He's being Got chased by Luca. He'll break the tackle. He'll get almost pushed Parker. out of bounds by Parker oh. before finally pushing him out of bounds. If he had had one more foot in, uh, Parker would have stripped that ball and that would have been a uh, big play for the Bobcat or for the Wolves, uh, turning the ball over to the Bobcats. He'll finally be knocked out. Looks like it'll be a gain of only about five on the play, and that will bring up uh, second down. But like uh, somebody you're familiar with, Noah Waits, right there in the thick of things, right there. Yeah, look at him out there. Coming in as the as a defensive end. Yeah. Eli yeah. Rollins, Blue Heron, Luca Brown, Chandler Mitchell, Guy McManus, all out there. Shotgun set, another handoff to the running back, and Mick Bailey will lead him up at the 30-yard line. As soon as he got to the line of scrimmage, Mick Bailey held on to him and just knocked him to the ground. That's only going to be a gain of two, third down and about four to go. What a good scrape over by your middle linebacker right there. He did a great job. And again, you know, we talked about him being the, uh, being the left tackle for the Bobcats and him moving right in front of Parker, giving him space on the right side, being that pulling guard. He's just as fast at linebacker. Oh, yeah. Quick feet. Third down, four to go. Three wide outs for DeLoach on the left side. He's looking to pass to one of those wide outs. He's going to throw right side, and it is caught for a first down. He spins, breaks away before finally getting knocked down at the 24-yard line. That's going to be another first down for the Wolves. Another reminder that this second quarter brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets, a fine sponsor of Bobcats football here on iSchool Sports Network. Big thanks to Wendell Ford, a big Bobcat supporter over at Wellborn Cabinets. And it looks like we're going to have another – are we going to have another heat timeout? Looks like we are going to have another heat. No, no, we're okay. Had a, had a Fayetteville Wolf come off number 26. Don't have him on our roster. Took his helmet off and slowly walked to the sidelines. I thought they were going to call another heat timeout, but no, they're just taking him off the field to examine him a little more. Shotgun set. Very quick snap for DeLoach. DeLoach looking to throw. He's going to go right side. He unloads, and it is There's going to be caught for the Fayetteville touchdown. Casey DeLoach to the Deuces Wild, Zeke DeLoach. That's going to be a 21-yard touchdown pass, and the Wolves extend their lead to 13-6. Seven plays on that drive. Again, that's probably one thing that's going to be talked about in the locker room at halftime as Levi Phillips knocks this extra point through 
four extra uh, successful Number extra points. Your score, 546 good. to go in the second After quarter. 14 to 6. Fayetteville on top of Woodland here on High School Sports Network. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the old station etching and engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the old station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the old station etching and engraving. Part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. 5.46 to go in the second quarter. Fayetteville has just extended their lead over Woodland 14-6. Deuces wild on that connection. It was number two, Pacey DeLoach, connecting with his younger brother, number 22, Zeke Deloach. That's a combination that's been very lethal for Fayetteville over the last couple of years, and it looks like 2021 is going to be no different. That is true, Taylor. That is true. They uh, had a good good pass concept set up, and they delivered. So coming out to return for the Bobcats, Tate Bradford, Parker Woodham, Guy McManus. Of course, Levi Phillips doing the kicking duties for the Fayetteville Wolves. As uh, Brett mentioned, the son of the baseball coach here at Fayetteville. Pretty good traditional uh, baseball power here at Fayetteville. They do. Coach Phillips does a great job. Levi Phillips on Fayetteville, the Fayetteville, B.B. Comer, Childersburg, just a really good baseball playing county. Lincoln's not so bad either, even though yeah. it seems like they're 500 miles away from here. It's a real long county. It, 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 it just kind of really extends. Is. Phillips, low line drive kick. He will go over the head of Mitchell, picked up by McManus to the 20. He gets to the 25-yard line. He's got some space down to the 42-yard line. Heck of a return for Guy McManus picking it up on the fly, and the Bobcats will start their next drive at the uh, at their own 42-yard line, 538 to go in the second quarter. We needed a good return. We needed a little, little uh, field position, and that's good. Bobcats take over first and 10 at the 42. Last scoring update we had from games in our area, Clay Central leading Chilton County 7-0. For the Wadley Bulldogs taking on Horseshoe Bend, they lead 13-7. That last uh, update came with 10.30 to go in the second quarter. Right here in Fayetteville, 14-6 Wolves over Woodland. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's see how long and methodical and Grinding this Woodland offensive drive can be here. It's going to be a handoff to Parker. Parker going to go right side. He's going to get to midfield. Awfully close to a Homestar Mortgage first down. Woodland I'm hoping they're going to be generous and give it to us. If not, it's going to be awfully close. I'll tell you, that was a good pull by Jake Conger to open up that hole. And it looks like they are going to take a timeout to measure it. 
and he he needed the 49-yard line, and they're putting the front nose of the football at the 49-yard line, but will that nose be enough to get over for a Bobcat first down? Another thing we saw there, uh, Jackson Lovern going to hand the ball off to Parker. Uh, Jackson was going one way, Parker going the other, but Jackson quickly corrected it, get it got it back to Parker, and it's at least going to be a, a pretty solid game. Officials are talking at midfield. I've counted only two penalties so far in this game, am I right? Been really clean for a first game of the year. We had an encroachment and then a delay of game from Fayetteville. I believe those are the only two out there. There will be a personal foul on the Fayetteville defense, so it wasn't a ball spot. No, it's going to be a personal foul on us too, so those penalties will offset. So it was not a ball spot issue. It was a penalty issue and getting everything um, getting everything situated. Didn't see who uh, who the flag was on. That's important because whoever that was, if they get one more, they're thrown out of the ball game. But we don't know who that was. So I guess we'll just kind of figure it out as we go. Got to keep Hope, your hopefully we don't have to. Got to keep your emotions in check. So second down and a long one to go. Going to be a fake handoff. Lovern going to go right side, and it's over the head of Guy McManus. Looked like it slipped coming out of his hands and just overshot Guy McManus on the right side, and that will bring up third down and short. I'll tell you what to watch right there, Taylor. We have some guys that are open deep on that. They were, they were breaking late. Um, something to come back to later. Third down from midfield, 4.58 to go until halftime. We invite you to stay tuned to halftime as we're going to be uh, talking with Coach Kayla Shelton, head coach of Bobcat Volleyball. Their season will start Tuesday at home against Beulah. Those girls have worked hard too. Third down and two. They're going to hand it off to Parker because why not? He's got two yards. He shakes off a tackle down to the 45, finally going down to the 44-yard line. He needed two. He got six. First down, Bobcats. That's another... Homestar Mortgage first down. Ball carrier over left guard for five yards. Tackle made by number 26. Right, we got Hunter another flag Robinson, on the play. Number 11, Hunter Hammonds. Another flag on the play. We'll see down, who that's on. Looks like the officials are going to have a, another discussion. Around midfield, standing at the, the F and the interlocking FW logo that Fayetteville Sports on their midfield. Covering about 10 yards of space. So what will be the call? They are picking up the flag, and they are going to wave, wave off, off the flag. So it will be a home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Now we just got to see where they spot them. The front nose of the football is going to be at the 44-yard line. So another good, long, no uh, hard-pounding run from Parker Woodham. Spot taking up a lot of time. We've only two plays in. 4.45 to go. Clock is running. Woodland has now crashed into Fayetteville territory. They are at the 44-yard line. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovern. Lined up left side. Now going into motion to right side. It's Parker Woodham. He's Lovern looking to Bradford pass. Deep. He's got Bradford wide open. Is he, he going to connect? He's oh, no. Oh. Had it in his hands just a little too wide. Tate Bradford doing everything he could to reel that one in on the Fayetteville side. A huge sigh of relief as that's going to bring up second down. Tate Bradford had no one around him for 10 yards, but if he had 
maybe an extra inch or two length in his arms, he reels it in and walks into the end zone. He was out there wide open. It was it was a beautiful play, beautiful setup. I might be able to break that uh, those defensive backs off the uh, line a little bit and open up some running lanes. We'll give some more praise to the offensive line on that part because Jackson had plenty of time to make that decision to get the ball down there to see Tate Bradford wide open. So, again, if they keep doing that, Jackson and the receivers get on the same play, things are going to be good. Quick pitch. It's going to be a quick pitch to Parker. He'll get down to the 40-yard line, possibly down to the 39, depending on the spot. I think they are going to be generous in giving the 39. Gain of five, third down and five for Woodland. Big third down here, four Woodland minutes left. Over left end. Play picks up five Another yards. look on the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard at halftime. It's Clay Central 14, Chilton County nothing. Chilton County holding in right there a little little tighter than we thought with Clay Central. Yeah, Clay Central, a team that lost a lot of seniors from their team last year, including Boyd Ogles, their three-year starter at quarterback. So they're having to replace him and just kind of get everything going in that offense. Third down, five to go for Lover, and he's going to hand off. No, it's going to be hand another off. double handoff. Luca Brown carries it. He's got Homestar Mortgage first down yard. It's down to the 31-yard line. We saw that play a lot between Brock Edwards, Parker Woodham, and Dalton Bolden last year, but the new combination, Jackson Lover, Parker Woodham, and Luca Brown, I like the way that's starting off. Woodland ball carrier over left end. A lot of he's moving parts to that. If you can pull it off, it, 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 it tends to, to work, one, but sometimes you, you have some trouble with all those handoffs. It will be first down and 10 from the 32-yard line for the Bobcats. Slowly winding that clock down inside 3.20 to go. Ball at the Fayetteville 32-yard line. Killed a little over two-minute of clock here. First down yardage. He'll fake the handoff. He'll throw right side. Oh, it's all guy McManus. That one kind of bounced off his hands as well. Jackson throwing to McManus perfectly. He had his hands up around his face mask, would have been able to pull it in, maybe gained about five or six more yards after that, but it kind of bounced off his hands like it hit the concrete, and it's going to fall down, second down and 10 to go. Maybe a little more touch on that pass. Jackson throws such a great deep ball. That one right there probably needed just a little bit more of that touch to just drop it in the, drop it in the bucket right there. Second down and 10 to go. Seen Jackson be able to throw the ball a lot. I like what we see from him. I think we just need a couple more plays to finally get everybody clicking. But once we do, it's going to be dangerous. Oh, yeah. Hand off Parker Woodham left side. And there's a flag on the play as he gets knocked down at the 25-yard line. Another solid carry for Woodham. He's brought down by a host of Fayetteville Wolves, including number 12, Cadence Barrett. One of the guys that uh, Coach John Limbaugh talked about in uh, the Talladega County media days a, a couple of weeks ago about being one of the key players. Coach John Limbaugh in his 10th season, and I believe if I heard this right, he was on the staff, and it will be holding on the Bobcats, and they'll move him back they five more yards. If I heard this correctly, I believe he was on the staff the first year that Fayetteville had a team in 1997, and he's the only one that's still left. That's that's crazy. I remember when they started that program. Uh, I have a lot of family here in Fayetteville, and uh, I remember it was a big deal when they started uh, having a football team. After the penalty, brings up second down. So they've been around now. This is the 20, probably the 20th, 21st season of Fayetteville football, and he's been around for every single one of them. Shotgun set following the penalty. 
and he fumbles it on the play. He picks it up. He's got to get rid of it. He'll dump it off. He's got his catch. He stays in bounds, gets down to the 25-yard line. Still shy of the first down, but still a great play for Jackson Lover to pick up the ball off the turf and throw it to the right side. And there's a flag on the play. And it looks like there was some pushing and shoving going on Wouldn't after. Don't know who they're going to get play first. Up eight yards. Penalty flags on the play. Two flags flying in on that time. And we'll see exactly who that's on. Hopefully that'll help us out a little bit, but you never know. Officials are talking about it at the 31-yard line near Hash. And it looks like they are going to call Fayetteville for the flag. Will be a personal foul on the Wolves, and that will move Woodland up a long time. It will be a spot foul. Parker went down at the – or, excuse me, Guy McManus went down at the 30-yard line. That will move him up way into Fayetteville territory. And you can probably hear the Bobcat fans and the Cowbells on the far side cheering – after Jackson Lovern calling for the ball, crowd to get loud, too, as they're moving a long, methodical drive down the field. Taylor, I got to say it. I, I need a little more cowbell. I, I do. You, you can never have too much. Can't have too much. Can't I got a fever. Much. Shotgun set for Lovern. Lovern takes a snap, hands off Parker, and he bounces out right side. He's got space, cuts back in. Keep fighting, oh, he's Parker. Got some, he's, he's got some room. He's in the touchdown. Touchdown. Parker won him. Great touchdown, run. Bobcats. Great run. 17 yards, touched about six. Fayetteville Wolves on his we way to the Bobcat uh, touchdown. That's going to be his Bobcat second touchdown of the night. That one from 17 yards out. Would not be denied right there. What a great run. He just explodes into a tackler. It, 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 he punishes people for tackling. Very Walter Payton-esque. You wouldn't think that from about a 5'7", five, 5'8", five, running back, but my goodness. So we are going to try to go for two this time. Chasing points here. Hand off to Parker, and he is waiting on the call. Looks like it's short. I'm going to say he didn't get it. 2:08 to go in the second quarter. 14-12, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Bennettville Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Bennettville Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. For a look at the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, here's Brett Waits. 
Taylor, eight plays capped off by a 17-yard touchdown run by Parker Woodham where he just would not be denied. It was a great run, great play. We needed that. Still staying right in the thick of this, chasing a couple of points right here, but we're ready to go and kick off. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Speaking of Parker Woodham lining up to kick off for the Bobcats, of course, the dangerous Zeke DeLoach back to return. He's not going to kick it anywhere near him, and that's a good call. It's going to be taken at the 35-yard line. Looks like David Knowles is going to bring him down, as is Avery Porter and Parker Woodham. See, those are two new guys that we're going to talk about here a lot this season. Avery Porter, David Knowles, Noah Waits, Jake Conger, all those guys getting some time in. And that's going to be very important this year, Mr. Waits, because as you looked at the starting lineup and we talked about it, all but one starter, are all, they're all seniors. So it's very key right now to get those guys developed. You got to build depth, you know, and, and they worked on it some last year, and they're going to have to continue to do that this year. Um, you know, we've been blessed with that really big senior group. Uh, but sometimes, you know, they're so good that they, they keep some of the other guys from being out there. So you gotta, uh, they got to work through that and get those guys some playing time. 2.03 to go. Fayetteville will start at the 35-yard line. Shotgun set. Six seconds left on the play clock. They got receivers spread out everywhere. They've got one in motion from right to left, but it will be a rush. Hand off to the tailback and eating him up behind the line of scrimmage. Eli Rollins back down to the 31-yard line. That's a loss of four. Eli Rollins untouched there to make the play. Eli, another one of those guys that is just a hard worker. He's so smart. Uh, he knows what to do all the time. He's, he's just a great player. Talking about new guys that we've seen, Christian Beam, the six-foot-nine uh, junior, Christian Beam, getting a lot of time out there tonight. Justice Herring, even though he is a senior, didn't get a lot of playing time last year due to some surgery he had in the offseason. Logan Barrett got some starts last year, but definitely getting a more important role. Avery Porter lining up as a corner, shotgun set with three wide receivers to the far side. Deloach looking to go left side. He'll throw, and it's incomplete. He had some pressure. For, intended for number 26. Uh, again, that's a number we don't have on our roster. But, again, uh, just another uh, chance, right? another time right there where Deloach was just being pressured and had to get rid of it. He had a defensive end right in his face. But he has proven that when he does have space, he is pretty dangerous at the quarterback position. That's something that Woodland really needs to drive as they uh, go into the locker room and get ready for the second half. No doubt, he's a great athlete. That's the one thing I've noticed so far. They've stopped the run. They've done a pretty good job doing that, but creating more pressure on Pacey Deloach has got to be important. Third Big down third. behind the sticks, third down and 12. Deloach looking to pass. He's going to go gotta, right side. Keep he's going to keep it keep himself. Guy McManus is the only guy around. He's going to push him, push him down. And they're going to say he was still in bounds before Luca Brown uh, pushed him out. He will get a first down, though. Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville wanting a late hit penalty, but I think he may have stayed in maybe a foot or two before Luca knocked him out. And again, another great play, good decision-making there by Pacey DeLoach. 102 to go, clock running here in the second quarter. I think uh, the Wolves going to do whatever they can to just run this clock down. Which, if you're in a situation knowing that Woodland's going to have the ball coming out in the second half, is this something you do or you try to get aggressive and try to go towards the end zone? You know, it depends on how your team's feeling right now. If you're a little tired, you might want to take that time and go ahead and take it to the end zone or take it to the house and, and try to recoup some. Um, He's being know. pressured. He lets go. It's caught at the 40-yard line. Gets down to the 35. Fumble on the play. No, but they're going to say it went out of bounds. 
So I say will. definitely now you get you get aggressive. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got 30 seconds to go, possibly two, maybe three plays if you time it just right. And Fayetteville looking to get some kind of momentum going into the locker room because, as we've mentioned, Woodland, you know, putting out eight, nine, ten play drives every single time they've been out there. They're hitting hard. They're making Fayetteville tired. Woodland's feeling pretty good right now. You don't want to give them any kind of momentum heading in uh, to the second half, especially when they're getting the ball. You're waiting for somebody to break serve here. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Deloach. Taking the snap, three wide left side. He's in trouble. Chandler Mitchell, Logan Barrett running after him. Behind the 50-yard line, he finally lets it go. And it is incomplete. Caught at the 22-yard line, out of bounds by Zeke Deloach. And that's going to bring up second down with 21 seconds to go. But I love the pursuit there by both the ends, kind of crashing in and going right after Deloach and Chandler Mitchell and Logan Barrett. Do whatever you got to do to put pressure on Deloach. We got to put pressure, but we also got to be smart when we do it. We uh, a couple of times on that last uh, first down run he had. You know he's such a good athlete that if he breaks that contain and we've got guys deep in coverage, uh, he can get some yards. Second down, ten to go at the 34-yard line. Deloach. Now the shotgun set, four wide, two to either side. Deloach looking to throw. He's going to go middle of the field, and it is incomplete. In and out of the hands of the intended receiver, number 25, Evan Baker. That's going to bring up third down with 14 seconds to go. But the good news is for Fayetteville, they've got a really good kicker in Levi Phillips. He's knocked through the extra points with no trouble, but I haven't seen how far he can kick. He's definitely a guy that I'm keeping on my radar right now. Maybe if they know that they're probably not going to get into the end zone, at least try to make it respectable and uh, let Levi Phillips go in and kick the field goal. They got that one timeout, so they could do a running play, set him up for the middle of the field and see what you got. But the important thing is right here is that Woodland's got to stop them here because I feel if they just get a first down, they're not going to have enough time to really go for the end zone, so they're going to have to kick. But Woodland's got to stand tall right here on third down. High snap. Deloach rolling out right side. He's being pursued by Waits. Flag in the backfield. He's going to unload, and that one is going to be knocked down. Almost intercepted Tate Bradford. He knocks it down to the turf, but I think that's not going to matter as there's a flag in the backfield in the area of holding. Noah Waits, Logan Barrett all over Pacey Deloach. Really not forcing a bad throw either. He had a really good throw for his intended receiver. I believe that was Zeke Deloach. It was a throw right on target. It just Tate Bradford made a great play. But there will be a flag anyway. 6.4 seconds to go. 14 to 12 Fayetteville on top of Woodland. Fayetteville trying to make one last push before they go into the locker room for halftime. Woodland will get the ball when they come back out. You know, if they had more time, you might think about declining this and taking the fourth down, but with the the amount of time that they have taking this penalty and letting them try to get this clock out. Takes Phillips completely out of the equation now with 6.4 seconds to go. Holding call that will put them at the 49-yard line inside their own territory. They're going to call a timeout and talk about it. We'll take a timeout with them too. Your score, 14 to 12, 6.49 to go. Fayetteville on top. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. 
Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Safe Financial Incorporated, SPS. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Last play of the first half for the Fayetteville Wolves offense. They've got the ball third down and 25 to go from their own 49-yard line. A holding call, moving them back behind the 50-yard line. The load's going to unload on the right side, and it is overshot. Overshoots his brother Zeke Deloach at the 20-yard line, and that's how this first half is going to end. Your score, Fayetteville 14, Woodland 12. We'll be back to talk more about this after our discussion with Coach Kayla Shelton previewing the 2021 volleyball season that will begin Tuesday night at home against Beulah. That second quarter brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. Wellborn Cabinets is family-owned and operated, and they are proud to manufacture cabinets locally in Ashland, Alabama. Your score at the break, 14-12, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Welburn Cabinet in Clay County is growing. Multiple career opportunities are available with Welburn Cabinet, looking to employ over 150 more people. Welburn has been family-owned and operated since 1961. Very competitive pay based on experience and skills. Benefits include Blue Cross Blue Shield medical and dental insurance, short-term disability, 401k, paid vacations, and make sure to ask about our sign-on bonus. Join the Welburn Cabinet team today. Visit our website at welburn.com for more info. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, has over 55 years of experience in senior services. TRC is committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, and Trailer Retirement Community provides housekeeping and dietitian-approved meals. Visit TrailerHealth.com or call 334-863-35. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the old station etching and engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the old station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the old station etching and engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. 
So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Hello everybody, Taylor Jones with iSchool Sports Network here and it is time for the Bobcat Volleyball Preview where I'm joined today by head coach Kayla Shelton of Woodland Bobcat Volleyball and coach the uh, school year is officially underway now things are starting to you know kind of get back into rhythm including volleyball uh, so how are you doing today? Doing good, uh, we're, we're excited about getting started and uh, we've had a great three or four weeks of practice and uh, the girls are excited to start next Tuesday. So, Yeah, that is a good thing to see. And I know with uh, preparations last year, it was completely different than you know what we're seeing now. And that's a good thing because last year, even though we were so close to seeing the season begin, we still really weren't sure if the season was going to start, how long the season was going to go, how many games uh, volleyball was going to be able to play. So just how different has just getting everything ready for the beginning of the season, how different is that than it was last season? Uh, it's been a little more relaxed, I'll be honest. Uh, the, uh, the regulations have kind of been, you know, lifted uh, some, and it's not really been as stressful preparing for that because masks aren't mandatory and we don't have to worry about the seating charts and things like that when we travel. So uh, it, it's kind of lifted a little bit of a burden, but, you know, there's always that uh, possibility that somebody on your team's going to gonna still come down with it. So I feel like we number-wise, we're, we've got about 14 on varsity this year, so I think that will help if we have – a couple that that get it all along through the year so you know maybe number wise will be good in that area so and looking back at last season it was a pretty good year as for the athletic department as a whole really you had uh, baseball and softball both winning their areas volleyball also winning their area uh, going down to the area tournament wadley and probably pulling off an upset that's you know probably considered an upset to everybody outside of woodland but it was a uh, a uh, pretty big game and a good championship, a win there for uh, volleyball to uh, beat Wadley and get the area title. Uh, so just going back to that game that decided the area tournament, uh, how did you how did you see your team work towards that? Did you really see things start going in their direction as far as building momentum goes? And two, how are they looking to build off of that so that they can repeat this year? Yes, uh, I really felt like you know after they after Wadley beat us the second time at at Woodland. You know, we kind of realized that that got their attention, I think, and they, they started working harder and, and trying to figure out, hey, what can we do to beat this team, you know, when it matters. And uh, that's what they did. We we put in the work and um, got better over that those last couple of weeks up until the area tournament, and that, I feel like, uh, helped us get a game plan as to how to, how to beat them. So... Um, and I feel like that's boosted our confidence for this upcoming season because we know where we stand. Um, we know that they can be beat, and I feel like that, that set the standard for this year. And we're going to stay on the topic of the schedule right here. Of course, we talked about Wadley. Uh, how does the rest of the area look, and also who are some of the other key non-area matches that we need to look for this year? 
Um, well, we've got uh, ASD, we've got Talladega County, and we've got Winterboro. They're all in our area this time. So um, we, uh, I feel like we'll probably uh, still be a, a matchup between us and Wadley as far as the area championship goes. But um, TCC and Winterboro are definitely teams that um, will probably, you know, they'll give some competition and um, have to definitely still not take them lightly for sure. But um, some other people on our schedule, this time we start off with Beulah. Um, they always have a good program and Sacks. Uh, I know those teams are not necessarily in our area or region, but uh, those are definitely good teams to to play to prepare us for those area area opponents. We'll now look at uh, the roster this year. Uh, lost a couple of seniors last year. I know Kinsley Simpson uh, being one of the big ones. Uh, got a handful of seniors this year. So how are they stepping into that leadership role and how are they taking over the program? Uh, I feel like, of course, Kate Kinsley and um, Amber and Jada, those are all, you know, key seniors that we lost. But, of course, you know, the new ones coming up, they're stepping up. We've got Jaden Herring. We've got Abby Adamson and Abby Watley. Um, all three of those are going to be key components of our offense and defense. So um, I feel like they're leading the team really well right now. So uh, hopefully uh, we can see, see them in action on Tuesday. And it seems like it's been the case not only for your volleyball team but your softball team too of just not really having a lot of seniors. But you have a lot of players on your team, but, you know, the seniors – probably know three or four uh, here or there, but you've got a lot more uh, players as well. So some of the key returning players that are still underclassmen, who are some of those that we need to look out for and how are they uh, getting ready for the year? Yes, uh, we've got we got a really big junior class. Um, we're going to take a big hit when they're, when they're seniors. But uh, we've got Leah Williamson. She's our team captain. Mackenzie McCormick, she's going to be starting in the middle for us. We've got Kellum Parker, she's going to be our libero for the year. And um, we've got Kaylee Crenshaw, she's our one of our DSs. And uh, Malia Lambert, we've got her coming up this year, and she's going to be setting some for us. And, of course, Juliana Lover, uh, she's going to be doing a play in the middle and right side. Macy Slick will be our setter, and Abby Adamson will be our other setter this year. But uh, we've also got some new incoming uh, sophomores that will be helping us out and uh, two other juniors, um, Alex Rotten and Kaylee Simpson. So, says the Bobcat Volleyball Preview from iSchool Sports Network. And we talked a little bit about how the preparations have gone this year and how different it is preparing for the uncertainty of COVID. And it's still there but not as heavy as it was last year. But I know – just as a game day experience, volleyball was a lot different last year. It's being played indoors. Uh, social distancing was having to uh, happen. What are some of the changes that fans can expect when they go watch volleyball this year? Um, I still feel like they'll want people to social distance as much as possible. Um, but, um, you know, and we may we may still be using the GoFan app for as tickets and stuff goes uh, to help minimize the uh, – use of, of money there but the, all the germs and stuff that goes along with it but uh, as far as you know uh, the 
set up, the way we'll have it set up, we'll probably have both sets of bleachers pulled out, you know, so that we can have everybody spread out as much as possible. And we talked about the the varsity squad, uh, some of the key players coming up, but you mentioned that junior class being so big and uh, you've got two more years with them, but once they're gone, you know, like you said, taking a hit. Uh, but the future is bright. We know that. So uh, how's the the young Bobcats, the JV team and the junior high team, how are they looking this year? Oh, they're doing, they're doing great. Um, we uh, actually are able to practice at the same time now because we've got both double courts up. But – um, they're they're progressing like they should, and I, I see big things coming from them as well this time. And uh, talking about the schedule, it's coming up uh, next week. Uh, when and where will it be, and who will it be against? Uh, we got Beulah coming up on Mon- on Tuesday. That's the 24th of August. Uh, we'll have a junior high. They'll be playing first, then the JV, and then the varsity starting at 4:30. And then next week we also have SACS at SACS uh, starting at 5 o'clock. And lastly, Coach, before we let you uh, get back to practice, um, just a message to the fans coming out. You've got a pretty exciting team uh, coming off an area title, fighting for another one. Just your message to the fans ahead of the season. Yeah, just uh, I, we appreciate any support that our um, hometown people can provide. And we always – uh, get excited and get get pumped up a little more when we have a big crowd to support us. So we look forward to see it, everybody in the stands this time as we start our 2021 season. Be sure to go out and check out Bobcat Volleyball this fall. Uh, plenty of games going on. Uh, I'm sure uh, we'll have a schedule posted at some point so we'll know exactly when and where uh, you can see the Bobcats. But this has been the Bobcat Volleyball Preview with head coach Kayla Shelton. Coach, as always, a pleasure talking with you. We'll uh, probably catch up with you again in a couple of weeks just to see how everything's doing. And we want to wish you and the girls the best of luck this year. Yes, thank you. M.L. Aubrey's is the oldest family-owned, continuously operated farm supply store in the South, and we are proud to support our area high school football teams. M.L. Aubrey is your one-stop for all things feed, seed, and fertilizer. We sell Carhartt and Key Clothing, Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Laredo, Muck, and Roma boots, home decor, and everyday and holiday gifts. Like my daddy always says, if we don't have it, you don't need it. If you haven't been by in a while, stop in and see us and see all the new merchandise arriving almost daily. We are M.L. Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Rome. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama, where you're first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. We hope you enjoyed that uh, interview with Coach Kayla Shelton, head coach of Bobcat Volleyball, the reigning area champions, I should say, the reigning area champion Woodland Volleyball uh, Volleyball Bobcats. They will be back in action starting Tuesday against uh, the Beulah Bobcats at home. I believe it'll be a junior high, junior varsity, and varsity uh, tri-match going on. And they've got a handful of other matches going on this fall, so be sure to go out to Richard Lear Gymnasium and watch the Lady Cats do their thing. Um, Halftime here in Fayetteville with about uh, five minutes to go until we kick things off for the second half. 14 to 12 in favor of the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll go down the scoring recap. Uh, starting in the first quarter at 2.58 to go, it was a seven-yard rush by quarterback Pacey DeLoach. Extra point by Levi Phillips was good, making it 7 to nothing. Fayetteville. Then the second quarter is where all the excitement happened to kick us off uh, with 9.31 to go in the quarter. It was a three-yard rush by Parker Woodham. The two-point conversion was no good, making it still 7-6 Fayetteville. At 5.46 to go, it was Deuces Wild, number two, Pacey DeLoach, connecting with number 22, Zeke DeLoach, on a 20-yard pass. Extra point from Phillips was good, making it 14-6 in favor of the Fayetteville Wolves. And then the most recent score came with 2.08 to go. It was a 17-yard rush from Parker Woodham. He carried nearly all the Wolves into the end zone with him. The two-point conversion was no good, and that's where we're at, 14-12. Uh, at halftime. Mr. Waits, uh, I know I saw a lot of good things. I wonder what uh, you saw there out of the Bobcats. I saw a lot of good things, too. They uh, they really played hard. They're competing. Uh, I mean, we're up against a good team. Uh, got some drives that we're going. We need to – I'll tell you, the two touchdown drives that we gave up, the, the one common denominator was some big passes in those, and I think we need to uh, shore that up and limit some of those big passes and uh, keep, them, keep them running the ball and, and – I think that's the heart of our defense is stopping the run. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I saw, too. Um, Pacey DeLoach, one of the more dangerous quarterbacks we're going to see. I know we're going to see a couple of really good quarterbacks. I know uh, Victory Christian's quarterback, he comes back. Uh, I believe uh, Raglan's quarterback in a couple of uh, – we'll see him in a couple of weeks uh, really good, too. So I know it's not going to be the only talented quarterback we see this year. Uh, but Woodland, I feel like, has done a really good job once they get pressure on him. If he has any kind of space at all, he's got guys down the field that are going to catch him. So one of those things you got to do is just take it to where he doesn't have to throw. Because yeah. if you if you get him to a point where even he can't throw, then you know Woodland's defense has got it from here on out. That's right. That's right. And like I said, it's got to be smart pressure too. You can't just you can't just blindly rush in there because he'll he'll boot right around the outside of you and he's got the athletic ability to keep running um so we got to keep everything in front of us we got to put some pressure on him but we got to be smart about it and not get too deep on him and then not let those uh not let anybody get behind us on, on in the secondary yeah you're exactly right uh talking about smart pressure there you can't send all 11 at the same time no no you've got uh we've seen a lot of uh 
pressure from Mick Bailey, of course. I feel like he's one of the fastest players on both sides of the ball, yeah. even though he plays line and linebacker. Uh, we've called Logan Barrett's name out a lot for getting some pressure. We've yep. called Chandler Mitchell's name out yep. there. Uh, we've seen some things from, of course, Parker Woodham and Luca Brown. Noah Waits has been in there a couple of times, too. Uh, Avery Porter, Jake Conger. Uh, just, just so many names out there that we've called for just getting through the offensive line and really pressuring Pacey DeLoach. I think if we see more of that, uh, keep doing what we do, rushing the football, I think we're going to have a fun night here in Fable. I agree, I agree. And I think that's a testament, getting all those guys in and being able to play is a testament to the work they put in over the summer and their ability to kind of develop as players. And, I mean, that's a, that's a great thing. We've had a lot of guys play in the first half, and especially in these first games in Alabama, you know we need it. And we haven't had anybody cramp up yet. We haven't had any problems with that. Uh, but we have guys get tired and they're dehydrated, and you got to get them on the sidelines. You got to talk to them. You got to get some water in them and, and uh, get them going again. So uh, having extra guys out there is a big thing. And that's something we haven't had in a long time is depth. We've got about two minutes to go until uh, the second half begins. We're going to let you hear from some more of our sponsors and then second half action between the Wolves and our Woodland Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports Network. Your score at the break, 14 to 12 in favor of Fayetteville. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Halftime here at Farm Links Field on the campus of Fayetteville High School where the Fayetteville Wolves lead Woodland by a score of 14-12. to 12. They're in their stretching period now, so about two minutes to go until we kick things off for the second half. Woodland will receive 
the opening kickoff of the second half. Taking a look at some other scores from around our area in our county. Wadley on top of Horseshoe Bend by a score of 20-7. to The last we got that was in the third. Uh, the last score update we got from Clay Central. The balls are on top of Chilton County by a score of 14-0. Chilton job, County, of course, uh, played Hanley and Randolph County in a three-team jamboree last week. That's the last update we have from Clay Central, 14-0 on top of Chilton County. Uh, barn burner uh, going on between Ranburn and White Plains right now, uh, Mr. Waits. At, it was 7-6 to six at halftime. Ranburn was on top of White Plains. Right when uh, the, third ha the third quarter started, uh, White Plains went up on top 12-7, to seven, and then very quickly Ranburn answered back, and now they're on top 14-12. to 12. Uh, that game going on in the third quarter. Of course, our game a little behind everybody else. We had a 20-minute delay due to lightning. Uh, lightning didn't uh, lightning didn't start after seven o'clock, which was when we were supposed to start. But due to the lightning around us during the pregame, the players didn't even get a chance to get on the field and warm up till about 6:30. So to give everybody enough time to get back in the stadium and have the players warm up and do everything they can safely, not try to rush the players as their first game back in you know about you know eight nine months, uh, they gave them enough time to warm up and. Uh, we've had a lot of fun so far. It's been a really entertaining game, but of course, what would you expect uh, from a Woodland Fayetteville game? I mean, that, that that's what we're about here. They they've always been pretty tight and pretty close. And and uh, start of the year, uh, it's it's good night. I do want to say Taylor real quick that uh, speaking of entertainment, the uh, Woodland Bobcat Marching Band had a great show. They're small, but uh, this year, but uh, they sound great. Um, they have a lot of lot of sound too. Uh, they're loud, so uh, they had a great show. Uh, really proud of those guys. Looking forward to our halftime interview next week. We're actually going to be talking to band director Cody Whitfield. I actually saw him at school today, and I said, hey, you want to be interviewed next week? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. He seems pretty excited. So yeah. uh, we're going to uh, talk to him sometime this week, and then we'll play our interview next Friday uh, against Randolph County. Good news next Friday. We will be at Warren Sewell Field. So, of course, uh, it's, it's always good to be home. We'll also have live video as well, stay tuned to iSchool Sports Network uh, on Facebook and uh, other social media for other updates on that during the week as far as pricing goes, when you can go ahead and buy the video and, of course, the links to watch and uh, listen as well. Um, but, yeah, great halftime show from the Woodland Band. Uh, doing some great Gatsby-style uh, music there, uh, a tribute to the 1920s. It's real up, upbeat. It's real peppy. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it really is. So now it looks like the teams are ready to get back out on the field. The Bobcats will receive to open the second half. Pacey to Loach, two uh, touchdowns. He has a touchdown rush and a touchdown pass to his brother, Zeke. Parker Woodham scoring the uh, two touchdowns for the Bobcats so far. They've put together long, methodical drives. They've only had three oh, offensive one, drives, and I think one of those was 11, yard, 11 plays. The other was eight plays. So they've done a really good job of holding on to the football and uh, really taking it to the mouth of the Fayetteville defense. This yeah, is, we, need, we need to do that here again. We need to just keep continuing to grind. This is probably going to be one of the more pivotal drives right here for Woodland as the ball is sailed in through the air. It'll bounce, and Parker Woodham will let it roll into the end zone for a touchback. Levi Phillips got all of that one bounced around the 10-yard line. Parker wisely letting that one go, and the Cats will take over at the 20-yard line. First down and 10, 12 minutes to go in the third quarter. 
But, yeah, this is a very pivotal drive right here, uh, Mr. Waits, because if you can take a lot of time off the clock, if you can wear down Fayetteville's defense, and knowing and your, of course your defense is uh, well-rested uh, well and uh, very focused, then it's going to be real hard for Fayetteville to keep up. But we've got to take care of what we got to do first. Yeah, we got we got to go right here. First down and 10 to go from the 20-yard line. Jackson Lovern coming out for the second half. He will hand off to Parker Woodham. Parker still on the, uh, still carrying the ball. He will fumble the ball, and it will be picked up by the Wolves, I believe, at the 25-yard or 35-yard line. That was not well, Woodland. No, it will be Woodland ball. Oh my goodness, I have no idea. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful we got the ball, but I have no idea how Woodland held on to it. No idea. That ball went. Rolling about five yards, finally landed at the 35-yard line. Thankful for Luca Brown there to fall on it. Right place, right time. Will be a home star mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Home mortgages from the Lori Brown team and home star mortgage. USDA and VA loans with no down payment, as well as FHA loans with very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with home store mortgage. Call the Lori Brown team today in Roanoke, 334-863-4052. Taylor, when you have a mistake like that and you fumble, you got to come back at this next point and and, and correct it, and let's just go from there. Uh, sometimes it can be a wake-up call. Sometimes that's what you need. Hopefully that will keep the Bobcats going. They've got the ball. They're marching from left to right as you listen. Lovren will take the snap. will hand off to Parker. He'll bounce out to the right side, throws a stiff arm. He's finally knocked down at the 39-yard line. Going to be a gain of about three yards on the play, but he carried a Woodland Wolf defender all the way down with him. Picks up three yards. Tackle made by Dakota Ogle. Had to get his jersey fixed there by his buddy Guy McManus. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's quite a pair right there, isn't it? Guy McManus and Parker Woodham. It is. It's like two little kicks of dynamite. <laughs> Third quarter is brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. Proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. 10.40 to go third quarter. Woodland with the football down by two to the Wolves. It'll be a fake pitch. Jackson Lovern will carry to the left side. He's got space. He's got to find room to turn up. He's got first down yardage before finally being pushed out of bounds. I believe it's going to be a gain of seven, and that will be enough for a home star mortgage first down. Jackson Lovern on the carry around the left side. That's that deceptive speed that Coach Armstrong talked about in the coach's show. Uh, he doesn't look that fast, but he's tall and lanky, and he just keeps moving. It's He is. He's moving faster than you think. It's really hard to predict where he's going to go. He, you know, the, the quote exactly that he said was he's very Actually, I can't even remember the quote, but he's not side a very side. yes. He's not a very straight runner. It's you know, kind of hops around. You're afraid to commit to go to one side because he's quickly going to go the other. So Jackson Lovern showing that athleticism there. First down and ten, ball at the 47 yard line. Luca Brown in motion, but he will hand off to Parker. Parker up the middle. He's got some steam ahead from Guy McManus. Guy McManus will clear the way and let him carry all the way down to the 30. Seven-yard line. What a rush by Parker Woodham. Great awareness from him to pick up the room that Park, that uh, the offensive line was giving him. That's another home star mortgage. First down for Woodham and the Bobcats. Woodland ball carry over left yard. Play picks up 16 yards and the Bobcat first down. Tackle made by number 12, Cadence Barrett. 16 yards on the carry for Parker Woodham. 
if we didn't have 4,000 other things going on during this broadcast, I would love to keep up with stats, but we can't do that. So, But it, but it seems like Parker's having a pretty good night in the stat column rushing-wise. Oh, yeah, I would say so. Shotgun set for Jackson. He'll call for it once, calls for it twice. Going to be a sweep to Luca Brown. He'll cut up the middle, crosses the 35-yard line down to the 34. Only going to be a gain of three, but, hey, you keep chipping away and making them tired. That's what you got to do. Bobcat ball carried over right guard. Play picks up two yards. And coming off Stop the field on his own power, but he is holding his arm. That's going to be number 34, Atticus Jacks for the Fayetteville Wolves. That's a, that's a guy that you've probably heard the PA announcer say his name quite a bit in tackles. Holding his arm. Hopefully we'll see him back out on the field real soon. Yeah, you don't usually wear number 34 unless you, uh, you, you're you pretty good. It, it, it's, a, it's a high standard. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't just pick that. Second down and eight to go. Will be a pitch to Guy McManus. Guy McManus Guy got it. He's got room around in. He lowers his shoulder. He'll finally get pushed out of bounds. Let's see where they knocked him out. I think they're going to give him the 24-yard line, if I'm not mistaken, if that's the case. And that is going to be a Homestar Mortgage first down for Guy McManus. Gain of about probably 12, 13 there. That was a great run. He looked fresh. Uh, and you know he's going to look for contact. Guy McManus uh, saw a lot of carries in Coach Armstrong's first year, which would have been McManus' sophomore year. Saw a lot of uh, catching. He, he caught a lot of passes last year for the Bobcats, especially later on. Good to see him back in that rushing role. Well, he just likes to hit people, you know. He does, and, yeah. and, and that's a he's a great he's a great ball carrier, but he's even better at blocking sometimes. So you just have to use him for, for what his uh, talents are. And there will be a flag on the play. I don't think they got the play off. It will be false start, false start yeah, on the Bobcats. Like moved a little. So in this package, of course, Guy McManus being the H-back and the H-back being the running back that's in the backfield that's lined up just behind the line of scrimmage. Gets down in three-point stance with uh, Parker Woodham being the uh, main running back, but they've actually swapped. So Parker moving up to that fullback spot and uh, Guy McManus getting some time to tote the rock while he has Parker block for him. Yeah. And in essence, it gives Parker a little bit of time to rest. It's, exactly. It's not quite as much stress. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of stress still putting that block out, but it gives him a little bit of time. 8.20 to go in the third quarter. Woodland trailing Fayetteville by a score of 14-12, to 12, but they are driving it as they have been all game long. Jackson takes a snap. He's got to get rid of it. He is looking to pass, and he won't avoid He avoided the first tackle, but couldn't avoid the second tackle. That's going to be number 51, Austin Jones, making the play, grabbing Jackson by the jersey and throwing him down to the turf. That's going to be a long loss all the way down to the 37-yard line. Going to be a loss of about eight on the play, and that's going to bring up long second down yardage. Yeah, that's that's we didn't need that. There was two guys rushing, and the only one back there that could save Jackson was Guy McManus, and Guy McManus can't take on two guys at the same time. So, unfortunately, Jackson Lovern had to pay for that one. Parker Woodham now back in at the H-back position. He will be in motion from left to right. He'll get it on a pitch. He'll go left side. He gets some more yardage there, crossing the 35-yard line down to the 33. So, a few yards gained back there for Parker Woodham in the offense, but still a long way to go to get that first down. They picks up three yards, tackled by number 88, Solly Brooks. Big third down right here. This would be a good time to see if you could uh, get one of those guys deep. As of right now, a five-minute drive for the Bobcats. Inside seven minutes to go. 14-12, to 12, Bobcats trailing Fayetteville, but 
Don't let that score fool you. They have been doing a lot of really good things on offense and defense. They run up to the line, only three seconds to get the snap off. And they will get it off with one second to go. Lovern looking to pass. He He's got to find somebody. Can't find He's anybody. He'll take off running. He'll get some room. He cuts He's it still inside. on his feet. And he'll hold on to the ball. He'll get down to the 25-yard line around the original line of scrimmage. And that'll bring up uh, fourth down, unfortunately. But you've got to applaud the effort from Lovert to uh, do what he can to carry his team. He could have took it on out of bounds right there and, and not got as much as he got, but he Blue decided to turn it back inside and, and keep driving. Jackson Lovern, of course, taking over for Brock Edwards. Another special uh, thing about Jackson Lovern's season, he's wearing number three, and that's such a special number uh, for his family. His brother uh, Jake wore number three as the starting quarterback for the Bobcats, and his cousin Zach, who's now the quarterback coach at Hanley, wore number three when he played quarterback. Fourth down. Throws he's it throwing it deep, and it is intercepted. intercepted at the one. Intercepted around the goal line, and he will carry it on the right side. He's got some space, and he will finally be brought down by Blue Heron. Inside the 35-yard line, he'll take it down to the 37, and Fayetteville will take over 14 to 12. They lead first down and 10. You know, Taylor, a lot of times you you throw that on fourth down right there. That's that's a, you know a lot of people look bad on an interception. That's essentially a punt. If we cover that a little bit better after the interception, you know we may have them pinned deep right there. So. Not a bad play. He had to throw it up. It's fourth down. So that is the. Second turnover for both teams in this game. Guy McManus, uh, Guy McManus picked up a uh, picked up a fumble recovery in the first quarter, and then of course the interception just now thrown by Jackson Lover. We'll take a timeout. It's the heat timeout here in the third quarter. Your score with 5:32 to go in the third. 14-12 Fayetteville. You're listening to Bobcats football from High School Sports. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of our winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. Following the interception from Jackson Lovern, 5.32 to go in the third quarter. Fayetteville will take over at their own 37-yard line. Pace to Loach with two running backs. In the backfield, he'll send a receiver in motion, but it will be a carry up the middle, and he's hit hard. Oh, my goodness. Looks like that's David Knowles laying the sack. Uh, he'll get a gain of six, however, but that was a hard collision there with David Knowles. Good lick by the freshman. Some other uh, names to mention that are out there. Number 66, Caden Wade, also getting some time. And we mentioned just how important it is to get those young guys out there because there are a lot of seniors on this Woodland Bobcat football team this year. 
Second down, five to go will be another handoff up the middle, and he'll get hit real hard again, but he'll cross the 45-yard line down to the 46, getting about three yards on that carry, awfully close to a first down. But again, those Bobcats are hitting hard on defense. So Avery Porter, we've mentioned his name out there. I've, I, it's, it's been real hard for me, Mr. Waits, to not say Brock Edwards. Yeah, no, I see number one out there. I want to say that's Brock, but nope, that's Avery Porter. Well, you know, Brock was such a, a staple for the last, you know, four years. But the good news is for Avery, he's only a freshman, so by the time he gets a senior, I'll be used to calling him number calling one as Avery Porter. Third down, one to go, oh, and it's going to be a moved. fumble. And I think they're finally going to let him get the first down. It was a... I believe it was a bobbled snap picked up by Deloach. Deloach uh, had a lot of help trying to get over that first down marker. And I think finally when he went down, he got the necessary yardage he needed for a first down. Good crowd here tonight, Fayetteville. Yeah, pretty much capacity crowd for. I've missed it. Got to say, yeah, got to miss having the. Full house on a high school football stadium on Friday nights in the fall. Need the temperature to drop about another 20, 30 degrees, and I think we'll be okay, but we're not quite there yet. But, hey, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, we'll take it. First down and 10 from the 48-yard line, still inside their own territory, flag on the play. And it will be a timeout by Fayetteville. Oh, man. It was a high snap out of the shotgun set, and Woodland's defense was rushing towards the ball, but they blew the whistle right in enough time to get that timeout. So we're going to take a timeout with them. 3.43 to go in the third quarter. Fayetteville on top of Woodland. I score 14 to 12. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Raybox Farm Supply, a full-service farm supply store, is now open in Woodland. Raybox is sure to have what you need with new inventory arriving daily. Raybucks Farm Supply open Monday through Saturday at 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Phone number is 256-449-2255. Make sure you follow Raybucks Farm Supply on Facebook and Instagram for our specials. Raybucks Farm Supply Woodland, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. 3.43 to go third quarter, 14-12. and to 12. Fayetteville on top of Woodland. First down and 10 will be a reverse to Zeke Deloach. He's trying to find space. He keeps going north-south, and he will not find it. He'll get maybe three yards on the play. Ran about 30 yards coming towards the sidelines, but ultimately getting about three on the play. Uh, Guy McManus, Caden Wade, Luca Brown, Chandler Mitchell all in on the stop for uh, Woodland on defense. A lot of props to Luca right there. He uh, he really made him string that play along, uh, kept him going east to west right there, and uh, kept him from getting big yardage. We thank you for listening to us tonight, wherever you may be. Got a full house over on the far side of the field, decked out in orange and blue. But we still have a lot of you tuning in to listen to us tonight. 
And we thank you for that. Second down and eight to go for DeLoach and the Wolves. Pacey will take the snap. He's being rushed by Chandler Beam. He's going to have to get rid oh, of it. It's tipped it. in the air. Tip drilled by, it looks like it was Luca Brown. No, it wasn't Luca Brown. It was Caden. Yeah, it was Justice Herring. Justice Herring uh, knocking it up there and uh, before being taken out of bounds. So I will bring up third down. Hey, they're, they're getting pressure on the loach right there. That's, that's real important. But now it's third down. You've got to be really smart on defense here. As you said, Smart pressure. Smart pressure. All Give about him. smart pressure. Don't get up too fast. Don't get upfield too fast. Make sure he stays in front of you. Make sure you can get that pressure, but keep him uh, keep him contained. Third down to go from the Bobcat 49-yard line. The Loach will send his running back in motion from line. He'll throw the out in the slot, and it is incomplete. Almost had an interception there. About one yard away from being a fumble <laughs> right there. Yeah. But he just got it over the line of scrimmage. It was intended for uh, number 22, Zeke Deloach. And that will bring up fourth down and eight. Good job there from the Bobcats defense. Couldn't tell who that was over there on the far sideline. I believe it may have been uh, may have been Avery Porter that nearly came down with the interception. Back was, to, I'm sorry. He was having to play coverage over there up uh, tight. You know, they, they put pretty much uh, four receivers on the side over there. It was, um, they were setting that screen up well. If I'm not mistaken, that's uh, the first time tonight that Fayetteville will punt. I believe you're right. And, oh, my goodness, Guy oh. McManus is going to bump into the punter, yeah, and they're going to throw a late flag. Oh, my goodness. Picked up by Parker Woodham inside the five-yard line, down to the ten, and there's going to be another flag. Thrown in late, not sure why, but Guy McManus was running so hard he couldn't hold up, and all of his momentum, all of his momentum went right into the punter of Fayetteville. So that's already not good, number one. But yeah. what happened down around where the uh, ball was received, I'm not sure, but yeah. I, I have to assume that's not going to matter right now. Yeah. Love that heart and determination. Got to play under. Under control. <laughs> so while we're awaiting the signal, which we already know what what one's going to be. Yeah. Two thirty-two to go in the third quarter. A personal foul running into the punter, of course, on Woodland. And there was a second foul. But I guess, you know, just like we said, it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's the insignificant. Personal foul roughing the kicker against Woodland. Yeah, with what, whatever that was, it's not going to matter now. So Fable's going to get another opportunity here in the third quarter. As they lead 14 to 12. 232 to go in the quarter. Wolves will have it first and 10 at the Woodland 34-yard line. 34. So the Wolves will try it again. Shotgun set. They're going to have three wide receivers all lined up to the far side. With one back in the backfield for Pacey DeLoach. DeLoach calls for it. Throws right, out in the flats again. again. It's going to be caught by Zeke. He's going to turn up the field. He's got some room, and he's finally knocked out of bounds. Tate Bradford uh, ran him out of bounds after a gain of about 12. That's going to bring up first down for the Wolves. Number 22, Zeke DeLoach. Play picks up 11 yards and the Wolves first down. They like something right there. They went right back to it. 
that's the only bad thing, too, about uh, getting pressure on Pace Deloach is because if he has time to think, he's still going to make plays. He's got playmakers around him to make that happen. And that's what, exactly what we saw there with uh, – no, there's going to be a holding call on the Wolves. Missed that one late. Yeah. Looks like the flag was thrown over on the far sideline around the 30-yard line. Didn't see that one right away. So just erase that. But it was still a good play, though. And now that the Woodland sees that, they're going to have to to bite on that, and now they know what to do. Holding call against the Wolves. Take it up 10 yards. Brings up first and 16. From the – Looks like he'll be at the 42-yard line. First down, 15 to go. Be more of a pistol set this time. This is new for the Wolves. The Loach rolls out. He's in trouble. He's being pursued by Eli Rollins. He'll throw it deep, and it is oh. incomplete. Chandler Mitchell, Luca Brown in on the stop. And guess what? Number 22, Zeke Loach. And actually, no, that wasn't. That was number 12, Caden Sparrett this time. I just saw a two, and I assumed that was his brother Zeke. But anyway, Good. one guy down there and two Bobcats there to break it up. Good job by the secondary staying deep, not letting anybody get behind them. Chandler Mitchell, he's been playing a lot, but he's been uh, more known for being on special teams and coming in late. But he's finally gotten that starting position this year. And the one thing that I'm liking about the senior experience on the Woodland defense is they're all talking to him. They're all talking to Avery. Yeah telling them what they need to do. There's not a lack of communication out there on the Woodland defense. Deloach in trouble. He'll throw, and it is caught. He'll shake Guy McManus. And oh, my goodness, he's hit hard around the 31-yard line. Tate Bradford, oh, my goodness. I think he and uh, Guy McManus collided <laughs> to uh, make the play there. Going to be third down and about seven. Play picks up eight yards, brings up third down and seven. So third down, seven to go, clock running, 1.07 to go in the quarter. Fayetteville on top, 14-12, driving down the field. In Bobcat territory at the 31-yard line, third down, seven. Deloach with four wide, they've got two to the near side. Deloach Fake looking to throw, he's in trouble. Beam's got him and it is almost enters, oh my gosh! No way! Caden Wade tipped it up, and on the receiving end of that was Zeke DeLoach. Wow. Oh, my gosh, what a heads-up play from Zeke. Fourth down and about one to go, but, oh, my goodness, how dangerous that could have been, but also turned out to be one of the most beautiful things that could have happened to Fayetteville in that opportunity. He threw it to the right side. It was kind of a short arcing throw. Caden Wade had it. Bounced off, thought it was going to go Raiders way out of the way. Zeke pulls it in. Gets a first down. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Holy smokes. Widely on top of Horseshoe Bend in the fourth quarter, 27-7. to This will be the last play of the of quarter right here. Yeah, they've got a running clock with 30 seconds to go. Deloach from the shotgun will keep it himself, and he is hit. And it's going to be a gain of about, about four on the play at the 21-yard line. And they're taking their time getting up to the line, so that will be the last play of the third quarter. No scoring change from halftime. Your score 14 to 12 in favor of the Wolves. We've got an action-packed fourth quarter coming up here on iSchool Sports Network. 
that third quarter brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. Fourth quarter action coming up live from Fayetteville when you return. 14-12, Wolves on top of the Bobcats here on iSchool Sports Network. Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256 256- 449-6282. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. Exciting football indeed as we go to the fourth quarter with your score Fayetteville 14, Woodland 12. Fayetteville with the football second down and five to go inside Woodland territory at the 20-yard line. This will be their 12th play of the drive, Taylor. Just a very hard fault game here from both teams. Wolves will have it this is, this is the, the only their play. first possession in the second half, right? That's Still right. going, yeah. Woodland had a good drive going before an interception took that away. Fables had the ball since. They'll throw out in the flats. Caught by Zeke Delow to the 35-yard line. He's going to run around the edge. He's going to be pushed out or forced out of bounds around the 11-yard line. So we'll bring up first down from the 11-yard line. First down from the 11. Tough drive right here, tough drive. Had tip, tip balls. We've had, you started off of an interception. You almost fumbles, quarterback sneaks. It's had a little bit of everything. Eleven fifty-two to go in the ball game. 14-12. I formation set for the Wolves. Deloach hands off to the tailback. He'll bounce out right side. He stumbles. Finally brought down inside the 10-yard line. Avery Porter making the play on the right Deloach side. That's going to bring up second down. So it looks like Wadley's having a good night in the county. Hanley got a big win last night. A lot of exciting things happening here for Woodland. Randolph County off this week. They'll be coming to us next week. Play Central on top. The last we saw, Ranburn on top of White Plains the last time we saw. The Loach and the Wolves going to do what they can to drain some time off the clock. Hands off to the tailback, Zeke DeLoach. He'll carry it up the middle, and he will carry some Bobcats down to the one-yard line. That is going to be good enough for a first down. 
Number 22, Zeke One yard away. Final score on the west bank of the Tallapoosa, widely on top of Horseshoe Bend, 27-7. Congratulations to the Dogs on their first win of the year. And if you're Fayetteville right here, and this is exactly what they're doing, trying to take as much time off the clock as they can. They don't want Woodland to have a lot of time to score. They've got out of the uh, spread, tightened up some right here, trying to drive. And they've reset the play clock. I think they, they got ready to go, but the play clock wasn't ready, so they've Reset the play clock, and now the Wolves are coming up to the line. And there's a fumble on the play, and that's going to bust up what they needed to do. He picked it up. Is he going to carry it over the goal line, waiting on the official signal? No, he did not get it. Coach John Limbaugh with his hands raised going, give us the touchdown, but I don't think he's going to get his wish. Second down, goal to go for the Wolves. From the one-yard line. Just a busted play right there from the Loach in the offense. He fumbled the ball as soon as he got the snap. That allowed Kalen Houston, that allowed Blue Heron, that allowed a lot of the uh, defense to come crashing in. Another and another fumble, fumble on the play, and Fable's going to lose some yardage. That went right through his hands and through his legs. You can hear the Woodland fans on the far side. As Mr. Waits Ball said, more cowbell. He requested it. The Bobcat fans are giving it to him. Hear the cheerleaders getting loud. The Bobcat marching band starting to get loud across the way. Third down and three. Uh, nothing tighter than this goal line package right here. You have, you are just – it is foot to foot. It is – Man on man, and it is tough sledding in there. These next two plays are going to be huge for the Bobcats. 8.59 to go in the ball game. Ball at the three-yard line. DeLoach will hand it off. Again. No, they it's going to be an option pitch to DeLoach. He's going to dive, and he's got a touchdown. Ran all the way to the front corner of the end zone. DeLoach gets it from three yards out. Oh, you got to give it to Coach Limbaugh there. That's a good call. They went outside. Uh, you know, when you're in a, um, that kind of play, you either get inside or you're going outside. We picked to, to stop the inside because that's where they've been going. And um, they they put a little trickeration and put it through the outside and scored a touchdown. Levi Phillips coming in to attempt the extra point attempt for the Wolves. High snap. Kick is up, and it sails through right down the middle. 8.46 to go in the ballgame. Bobcats trailing Fayetteville by a score of 20 to 12. We're back with more Bobcat football here on High School Sports Network. 8.46 to go in the fourth quarter. Paige DeSunday was former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 3 334-646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair. Alabama license number 08080. Vintage and antique furniture. Decor for your farm or lake house. 
It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. 8.46 to go in the fourth quarter. Your score, Fayetteville 21 and Woodland 12. Fayetteville extending their lead 21 to 12 following a three-yard rush from Zeke DeLoach. On an old-school option play. Fayetteville getting ready to kick this one off. Back to return, Parker Woodham, as well as Tate Bradford and Luca Brown. Parker will take it on a hop at the 15-yard line. He'll run to the right side, cuts back left, and will be carried over the 30-yard line, finally being knocked down around, we're going to say, the 32-yard line. First down and 10 Bobcats with 8.38 to go in the fourth quarter. Phillips's kick is returned. The line. Bad news is you're down by nine, but good news is you've got eight minutes and 38 seconds to make something happen. Yeah. Taylor, that was a 17-play drive. Good night. Taking a lot of time off the clock, a lot of lot of plays. That was a lot of – sap a lot of energy right there. So Fayetteville giving Woodland, <clears throat> Woodland a dose of their own medicine. Yeah, that's a very Woodland-esque drive. Yeah. Get Started it. on a interception on a – Ended a pretty good drive there from Woodland to begin with, but just couldn't quite get it out. Yeah, you include starting from the interception. It was intercepted at about the one. So Yeah. So Jackson Lovern <clears throat> take a check at his wristband before getting the snap. He'll send Parker in motion from left to right. Jackson will keep it himself. He thinks about going up the middle, but he'll cut right side, and he stopped at the 30. Loss of about two on the play. That'll bring up second down and 12. Chasing points early, that's got us in a two-possession ball game right here. Second down, 12 to go. <clears throat> Clock running at 8-12. Lovering in the shotgun. Parker lined up to his left. Parker will get the ball. He'll go up the middle. He'll rumble, stumble, knock through a couple of guys, get some positive yardage, gain of, a, uh, we'll say about maybe three or four on the play down to the 34-yard line. We'll give him the front nose of the football at the 34-yard line. So what do you do in this situation? With our offense, you got to either take something to the outside or you got to try to run the old waggle pass right here. See what Coach Lane Gay and the Bobcat offense will draw up here on third down and nine. Lovren calls for it once, calls for it twice, and then a third time. Will be handed off to Parker Woodham. He's got space on the right side. It won't be enough, though, as he only gets about three yards down to the 39 on the far side. That'll bring up fourth down and six. Woodland ball carry runs over right guard. Play picks up four yards, brings up fourth and five. Nice stop by number 12, Cadiz Barrett. 
it's kind of tough right here. I mean, you're kind of in that fourth down territory. You've got to have something. It's a hard decision for coach to make. You either punt it and try to get the ball back, but we got to have two possessions either way to win the game. Fourth down, five to go. Of course you're going for it in this situation. And there will be a flag on the plays. It looks like Tate Bradford got a little happy, started a little too early. Which is too up. bad because he was wide open on the left side. Yeah, it was set, and it was set up pretty good. Christian Beam's coming open over the middle too. And it's really hard to overthrow Christian. Yeah. The call is illegal procedure against Woodland. So now it'll be fourth down and nine. Fourth down and nine all the way back to the 33-yard line. Ranburn extending their lead over White Plains. They now lead 28-20 to in the fourth quarter. High snap for Bradford. He'll punt this one away. Nearly blocked, but my goodness, what a punt. As he'll Good flip point. the field. It's oh. fumble. The ball's still on the ground. Luca Brown didn't catch it in time, but they will lose a ton of yards all the way down to the 31-yard line. Luca Brown went to go make the stop and uh, couldn't quite get up in time to go make the play. Got a injured Bobcat on the field. We'll take a 30-second timeout, tell you who that is, and what's going on afterwards. But the Wolves will start their next possession, 6.04 to go in the fourth quarter. They're up 21-12 over Woodland here on iSchool Sports Network. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Hello football fans. Over the past year, South Florida and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Injured Bobcat Chandler Mitchell walking off on his own power. Maybe take a couple plays off and we'll see him back out on the Bobcats defense. But Fayetteville will take over at their own 33-yard line following a Bobcat punt. They lead the Bobcats by 9, 21-12 here in Fayetteville. Six minutes left. We got to have a quick stop. We got to have a three and out, and then we got we to move pretty quick on offense because we got to score twice. Starting to feel the humidity kind of leave us a little bit. Starting yeah. to feel a lot cooler. <clears throat> it's really been a pretty night after the lightning and rain. It, it's really been very nice. Could have been a lot worse, though. You know, leave, leaving school today after that nice rainstorm we had around uh, around car duty time. Yeah. It was really humid after that rain left. So it could have been, could have been a lot worse tonight, but. 90 degrees part, and 1,000% humidity. 
I was telling uh, telling Coach Decker this afternoon, I said I should have known when I saw 75 degrees of kickoff tonight wasn't going to mean a pleasant 75 degrees. No, no. And it was not. Might as well have played this game in Miami or Havana. Sao Paulo. I yeah. don't know. A pool. Yeah, might as well. They were talking about the Olympics last month, how Tokyo was very humid. First play of the drive is going to be a handoff. Will be stopped. Looks like right at the line of scrimmage. Justice Herring, Mick Bailey coming up from the pile, as is Avery Porter. Been very pleased with Avery Porter and David Knowles tonight. It looks like they've really been in the middle of everything. Made a lot of good plays. Evan Baker on the carry for the Wolves. Play picks up two yards. Brings up second down and eight. Second down, eight to go. That we're going to move slow right here. Take a lot of time. Clock will be all the way down. Number 88, Solly Brooks coming off the field. In return, looks like number three, Connor Rogers, going to take his place for a couple of plays. Zeke DeLoach. Again, this is where the offensive style really comes into play here. Zeke DeLoach going to the sideline to get the play every single time. And you can just kind of casually walk back yeah. to the line when you're up by nine with five minutes to go. They've got the clock down to six, three. And that's, they didn't get it off. That, they didn't get it off. And I didn't see I didn't see a timeout being called and Coach Limbaugh's head being uh, looking down in shame makes me think that they didn't try to call a timeout. I just got the extra second off the clock. So it will be a, a delay of game on the Wolves. Delay of game against the Wolves. It'll back them up five yards, make it second down and 13. They are going to let time run down. They've got a lot more time to work with this time. 15 seconds, 14 uh, seconds. Pacey DeLoach, the quarterback, not even getting in form right that's, now. That's, I think that's wrong there. They shouldn't start that clock back up. They got, they basically got 50 seconds to get off the clock right and there. And it will be a sweep. And, oh, my goodness, what a hit from Parker Woodham. Starting the tackle was David Knowles. He kind of had him wrapped up. Parker saw David uh, – struggling to get him down, and Parker just came in and lowered his head, and they're going to lose even more yards. Running some more time off the clock there, 423 to go in the quarter. And now Coach Armstrong and the Bobcats will call a timeout. And we'll take a timeout with them. 420 to go in the ball game. 21 to 12 in favor of the Cats. You're listening to Woodland Football and High School Sports Network. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company. That's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256 6 610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial. From our family to yours. 
ML Aubrey's is the oldest family-owned, continuously operated farm supply store in the South, and we are proud to support our area high school football teams. ML Aubrey is your one-stop for all things feed, seed, and fertilizer. We sell Carhartt and Key Clothing, Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Laredo, Muck, and Roma boots, home decor, and everyday and holiday gifts. Like my daddy always says, if we don't have it, you don't need it. If you haven't been by in a while, stop in and see us and see all the new merchandise arriving almost daily. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Rome. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. Following a Bobcat timeout, third down and 17 to go, 420 in the fourth quarter. Fayetteville, a long way to go to convert. Bobcats needing a good stop right here. Maybe call another timeout, let them punt it away and do what you got to do. They're looking to throw. He's going to go deep downfield. Wow, got deep. an overshot, and it's incomplete. And they're going to call a flag. If they call I it on Guy McManus, I can't believe it. I can't either. That is. I mean, it, it, it's obviously going to be pass interference, but. You have just as much a right to the ball as the, as the offensive guy. I mean, we had bracket coverage right there. Had two guys had had underneath and over the top. Now you had Guy McManus on the inside, Tate Bradford up top, and neither one of them really touching the receiver going for the ball. E exactly. I think Guy McManus got way more of the ball than he did the receiver. Yeah. And thankfully, I believe the official. I believe the official picked up the. No, he didn't either. It's going to be pass interference on Woodland. Still going to be third down and three, though. Wow. Unbelievable call right there. The shotgun set again. We'll see what the defense can do on third down. The Loach going out to the right side. He's got it. He's going to be stopped behind the sticks. Right at the line of scrimmage. Flag on the play. And it looks like it's going to be thrown in the direction of the offensive line from Fayetteville. DeLoach on the carry, picks up a yard, or bring up fourth down, but a penalty flag on the plate. And it will be on, it will be on Fayetteville. I think it's a personal foul. Offensive lineman pleading his case. I don't think the official's gonna listen. 4.05 to go in the fourth. Officials talking about it over on the far hash around the 40-yard line. I believe talking with Coach Armstrong, if I'm seeing that correctly. Yeah. Does he want the fourth down or do he want to back them up? And they will mark it off. And you, all, you always love to see the officials when they pick up the ball and have the power step because yeah. you know they got a long way to go, and that's exactly what he's doing and pushing it way behind the sticks. Going to be a 15-yard penalty, a personal foul call on the Fayetteville offensive line. So now for what seems like the fifth play in a row, we've got third down. Yeah. 
this drive has been four plays basically, but it's been false start. Yeah. yeah, been false start, personal foul, pass interference, pass interference. So shotgun set. Watching the big pass again. Christian Beam in pursuit. The Loach is going to get out of it, and he will be. He fumbled it before he got the first down. See where they marked him. So that's that. That pressure, you got to be careful. Fourth down and one to go. He fumbled it out. No, they're going to give him the first down. No. Oh, my God. That's a backbreaker right there. Now you got to do something on defense. You've got to start pressuring. You've got to start blitzing. You got to do something to. Uh, to try to create a turnover. It's first down and 10, Fayetteville ball at the 43-yard line. Still in their own territory, though. But they got a fresh start, uh, set of downs to work with. Up the middle they go. Still on his feet, gains of about six. going to be about seven officially. They'll give him midfield. Number 25, Evan Baker over left yard. Play picks up six yards, brings up second down and four. Second down and four officially to go. Front nose of the football in the far hash mark. Right at midfield. 2.40 to go. Clock running. Fayetteville up by nine. They have the football. Shotgun set. Hand off to the right side. It will be a carry. He'll break off one tackle. He'll get the first down. Carries it down to the 42-yard line. Woodland's got two more timeouts to work with, but Evan Baker over right end. they've got a lot more work to do than stopping the clock. You get tired. You start. You stop using your hands. You uh, you start throwing your shoulder more. You, you know. You miss a few things like that. It's uh just tough. Timeout on the field, and it will be a timeout by Woodland. We'll let you hear from. One of our fine sponsors here on High School Sports Network, the Old Station. Here it's uh, fourth down, two eleven or fourth quarter, two eleven to go. Fayetteville on top, twenty-one to twelve. Here on High School Sports Network. For custom made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. If they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember their low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. 
Following the Bobcat timeout, first down and 10, Fayetteville. They'll hand off up the middle. Noah Waits will start the tackle, as will Guy McManus. It will finally be a gain of eight before Parker Woodham finally brings him down. That's going to be a gain of eight, and the clock will continue to run. Nope, final timeout for the Woodland Bobcats as they trail 21-12. to 12. You're listening to High School Sports Network. Your score, 21-12, Fayetteville, late in the fourth quarter. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Second down, following the timeout, will be another carry, a gain of about four, about maybe two. Second down, or third down, and about Number two to 11, go for Fayetteville. And that was the final timeout taken by, uh, taken by the Bobcats. So, you need a, need a lot here to get the ball back and make something happen within the next two minutes. You got to stop these two plays. Yeah. You're going to have to throw a long, couple of long passes. And then the best Charlie Trotman I can do, you're going to have to uh, get an onside kick and score again. Yep, yep. It's, it, it, it's definitely possible. It's possible. It is possible. I'm sure Chandler Mitchell waiting on that big moment, just like Matthew Butler had his big moment in this game last year. One minute and 39 seconds to go in the game last year. 60-yard pass from Brock Edwards to Matthew Butler. Gave the Bobcats the win. DeLoach going out as Christian Beam starts the tackle. He'll spin around, flag on the play. Mick Bailey, again, can't get him out. Looks like the Bobcats are trying to strip the ball away down the near sideline. He's got first down yardage, but there is a flag on the field. Do you see anything there? No. Hopefully you get a hold. But if but you, you get a hold, do they stop the clock? Yeah. Yeah, they'll stop it, but he's still in a tough situation. Yeah. Yes, you are. So they're getting ready to measure distance, whatever the call is. Looks like it will be on Fayetteville. And the one thing I have noticed about this Bobcat team, it's been a very muggy night. First game of the year, it's the first time you've hit somebody other than yourselves over the last couple of months. Not a lot of hands on hips out there. Not a lot of heads no. down there. You, you can tell they're in shape, they're ready to play. 
Yeah, you know, and, and you know, just to mention, we do have a few guys out tonight yeah, that, yeah. that, you know, would be starters in, in most cases. So, um, you know, we got some we got some growing to do, but, you know, you make your best growth between game one and game two. And the penalty is a holding call against the Wolves. Will be a hold on Fayetteville. And you look out there with all those seniors that we have, you, you got a lot of young guys that are still playing. Significant minutes here with uh, a minute 19 left. I don't know why it takes 12 minutes to figure out a holding penalty and yeah. how far how far you have to take it back. I, I mean, penalty's a 10-yard walk off from the spot of the foul, so that'll make it third down and 18. So once again, Fayetteville third down. Play 10 right here. Actually, going to play 11. So it will be another handoff, goes to the right side. He will be stopped just short of midfield. Actually, I think he lost a couple of yards. And that will bring up fourth down inside a minute to go. Well. Play fails the game. Brings down within. Down and punting situation for the Wolves. They should punt with about 30-something seconds left. Setting up a double return. Back will be Tate Bradford and Guy McManus. I mean, you have to go with some sort of trickeration right here. You got to do something that's outside the box. They're going to take it all the way, take the timeout. Take the timeout with 28 seconds to go. We'll take our timeout as well. Timeout on the 21-12, Fayetteville on top here on iSchool Sports Network. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. At Roanoke Hayes Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. If they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. Fourth down, 18 to go for the Fayetteville Wolves. It's going to be a punt. Oh. Fumbles the punt. And Christian Beam almost blocked it, but not a good punt, is it? Just rolls out of bounds. Bradford will pick it up, and he's still on the sidelines. Look at him go. He's got 45-yard line, uh -oh. shakes it off. He's got a little he's bit to go. He's going up to the 40 and down to the 39-yard line. 
Stop the clock. 10.5 seconds to go. They took about another three or four seconds off. That's a little hot cooking right there. Yes, they did. So now last chance. Last chance for the Wolves. Or for the Bobcats, rather, against the Wolves. Good play by Tate right there. Yeah, he, <laughs> he took everything he could to try to score for his team. Last play, 10.5 seconds to go. There's a lot of confusion on this offense. Well, we've, we've got, got some to hurry up. young guys in right here. We've got to hurry up and get the play off. Seven seconds to go on the play clock. Mm. I don't believe they're going to get it off. They're, they're not. not. They're not even going to try to get it off. They're going to wait and set it up again. Yeah, you don't have a don't have a timeout left. Well, five more yards doesn't really matter. Nah, not really. I know it could be frustrating to fans and things like that, but at that point in time, it's it's really you'd, you'd rather take time and be right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you can't miss on this play here. You know, you got ten seconds. You you've got to put your best that you have out there. So Lovren in the shotgun, 10 seconds to go. First down and 15 from the Fayetteville 38-yard line. Will be a handoff to David Knowles, and David Knowles going to get about five or six on the play. That'll do her. And that'll do it from Fayetteville. Your final score, the Wolves, 21, Woodland 12. Going to take a quick timeout, and when we return, we'll wrap this one up live from Farm Links Field. Your final score, Fayetteville 21, Woodland 12. You're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports Network. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South.
ML Aubrey's is the oldest family-owned, continuously operated farm supply store in the South, and we are proud to support our area high school football teams. ML Aubrey is your one-stop for all things feed, seed, and fertilizer. We sell Carhartt and Key Clothing, Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Laredo, Muck, and Roma boots, home decor, and everyday and holiday gifts. Like my daddy always says, if we don't have it, you don't need it. If you haven't been by in a while, stop in and see us and see all the new merchandise arriving almost daily. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Rome. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Season opener of 2021 has come and gone, and the Bobcats on the losing end by a final score of 21 to 12. Uh, Fayetteville moving to 1 and 0 on the year, while Woodland falls to 0 and 1. Uh, just a hard-fought game from both teams, but at the end when you've got a three-year starter at quarterback who's you know, done this a time or two, has a lot of experience, very smart uh, playing the football, it's just hard to stop all, every single uh, play of the time. It is, it is, and, and he's a great player, and uh, they're, they're a very improved football team. Uh, the thing that stands out to me as I look at the sort of the drives is they were able to string along successive drives just one play after another, and – you know, we hung in there and we played well, but they ultimately come come away with the win. And, yes, but uh, good news is is you have uh, nine more to play in the regular season. You win a couple more of those, you'll have 10, 11, possibly 12, even some more of that. So uh, just very quickly uh, trying to put it behind them. Uh, if, if you're Coach Armstrong in this situation, what are you telling your guys as they all hit a knee around the 20-yard line on the far side? Well, I think you're telling them, you know, uh, how well they played. How well conditioned they look, like you made the mention of. You know, we're not holding our, uh, you know, hands on our hips. So, you know, the guys are still out there. How many young guys played tonight? Oh, uh, how many guys we've had out? I mean, you're not making excuses of why people, were, you know, that you had these out, or if that would have made a difference. But you can point out some things that, hey, you know, we got a little more depth here, and that next time maybe we're not as tired in this spot or that spot, and we can make some more plays. And uh, I think you point out the positive, and and you move from there. Uh, again, your final score, Woodland falling to Fayetteville by a score of 21 to 12. Uh, Brett Waits, your first time doing color commentary for a Bobcat football game. How's it feel to finally get that one out of the way? Man, I was nervous as a cat to start this thing. <laughs> uh, I just will take a minute, you know, just say, you know, thank you so much to you, Taylor, and uh, TA for giving me this opportunity, and Adam Slay, uh, and just how great y'all are to work with and all the stuff you do for our schools. And, um, you know, we're just really appreciative, and, and, and I thank you, and, and Woodland thanks you. Yeah, Brett Waits, next time we'll see him will be uh, the end of September, September 24th in, uh, in, in the Purple Town. We won't, uh, won't, won't say it. That's a curse word here. You know, I don't want to get the FCC involved or anything, but we'll see him uh, at the town up north uh, on September the 24th. Next week, uh, Woodland is back home against the Randolph County Tigers. Terry Allen will be back on the air with us. And, of course, we will be uh, live on the video stream as well as audio. Tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcat football was powered by the Knowles Group fueled by, and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. The final score tonight, Fayetteville 21, Woodland 12. Fayetteville opens the season at 1-0, while Woodland's season begins with a loss. You can read more about tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader, available on Wednesday. 
You can also listen to a replay of this broadcast on demand on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. Next week, the Bobcats host the rival Tigers from Randolph County High School for the home opener. I personally can't wait to see all of you in orange and blue cheering loud for the Bobcats next week. But if you can't make it, that's okay. The broadcast will uh, still be available on audio as well as video next week beginning at 6.20 p.m. with kickoff between the Bobcats and the Tigers live from Warren Sewell Field set for 7 p.m. For executive producers Adam Slay and Wes Kinsey, for my broadcast partner Brett Waits and Terry Allen, I'm Taylor Jones saying thank you for making Bobcats football and iSchool Sports Network a part of your night. Until next time, good night and go Cats. Thank you for listening to iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football. Any rebroadcast or retransmission without the express written consent of the Woodland High School Athletic Department and the iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports Network were Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. Listen to the replay of the broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network's past productions on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. This is the iSchool Sports Network.